Hello and welcome to the Rob Burgess Show. I am, of course, your host, Rob Burgess. On this, our 82nd episode, our returning guests are Ash Burgess and Jonathan Fowler. You first heard Ash Burgess on episodes 16, 26, 27, 39, 58, 63, and 77 of the podcast. Ash Burgess has a dusty degree in religious studies, an obsession with pineapples, and an appetite for both high and low culture. She cuts her own hair, bakes her own sourdough bread, and spends most of her time at home with her young son and young daughter. Sometimes she blogs at burgessbaby.blogspot.com. You first heard Jonathan Fowler on episodes 2, 10, 20, 21, 29, 30, 31, 32, 34, 35, 43, 48, 51, 56, 64, and 74 of the podcast. Jonathan graduated with a BA in history from Indiana University in 2006. He is an unabashed left-wing political junkie. He has lived and worked in South Korea for 10 years, trying to help the citizens of that great nation hopefully talk pretty one day. And now, on to the show. Okay, you can turn the sound off in America, though, right? No, it won't, because I turned, I turned, I switched, they switched to turn his ringer off, but the camera's just still going. It's a huge problem. Perverts are always on the subway taking up strips by schoolgirls and (laughs) This is crazy. And so, legally, in Korea, every phone has to have a shutter sound that cannot be in any way fucked. (laughs) We should talk about this. This Oh, we can keep this in. This is this is going. Okay. Are you recording? Yeah. Okay. I'm uh, recording for the last two minutes. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> All right. Should yeah. I recall what I said? <laughs> Game face. Okay, so we're gonna. All right. Anyways, so this is the uh, Bob. What episode of the podcast is this? Eighty-two. Eighty-second episode of the Rob Burgess Show. And this is the first crossover episode ever. Crossover. Not only is it a crossover because there's both. You and me, but also, I think, is this the first one where it's been three people? No, it is, it is not the first crossover episode of all, but it is the first one of people that I've had on before. And these are my two most frequent guests. That's true. We've both... How many times have you been on? I don't know, Bob. How many times have I been on? I believe 17. That's, you might be the most Ash is, Ash is at seven. Okay. She's, a, she's a clear second yeah. to him, and then it's really a big and drop she's off. got a home field advantage. I know. It's true. You know, I'm really Ground much, much easier to nail down. Yeah. Anyways, for this episode of Rob Burgess' podcast, we are all in the same place at the same time, and so we're having a beer reporting this podcast. I think the word beer doesn't really encompass what's happening here. Um, I'm having... at. Jonathan's suggestion, although I find that I'm the only one now drinking one of these. It's um, suspicious how two people have obtained the 40, and yet one person's drinking a craft beer while the other person is tragically, you know, tragically said it. I thought when I purchased this Mickey's, we were in this together. <laughs> we will be. Now, when was You're going to drink that and a 40? I guess so. That seems like a mistake. That seems like a bad idea. We're not in college anymore. <laughs> For one night, we are. Yes, but we should explain for the people that don't know why that was just said. Because we've all lived together for a long time during our younger years, college days. And uh, these two are the reason that, well, he's the reason that we yeah, know actually, each other I, I at all. First, so. yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, a, it's a, you know, there's a, there's a gust of wind on one side of the world. 
ruffles like a butterfly's feather. <laughs> Next thing you know, there's like a hurricane on the other side. Oh wow. But in Puerto I think, Rico. I, th- I think Puerto that's Puerto Rico. <laughs> this episode may require extensive edits. That was probably... The listeners in Puerto Rico and the Puerto Ricans in general probably did not appreciate that. Oh, he's just he's quoting referencing Trump. How Trump yes. intentionally yes. Trump said it. Puerto and yet it's still Rico. still still not, not ideal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I can insert that clip there so then it'll sound like you know what you're talking about. I'd love to Then it will sound less uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> They'll know that it's a quote. Yeah. We are also praying for the people of Puerto Rico. We love Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. And we also love Puerto Rico. Because <laughs> yes. that's, that's what I'm saying. I was talking about the theory of chaos or whatever, right? Sure, sure. And then I was lapsing into political current events. <laughs> I'm playing three-dimensional chess over here. Oh, man. Only three. <laughs> that's like a Star Trek reference. What? Three-dimensional chess. Is it? Yeah, like an, on a deep... Uh, no, no. Next Generation. They have a chess board that's like 3D. It's not just 2D. Mm. It's also 3D. But isn't chess kind of 3D anyway because of the pieces? I mean, in real life. Yeah, but no, like they're saying like the board is not just a flat surface. It's like multiple boards together. Like there's five boards. Wouldn't that be fourth-dimensional chess? Well, I mean, it's just... It's up... I'm unclear on how... Like, you you can't play chess except for in th- all three dimensions. <laughs> you have to move the pieces on the board. Play it on the computer. True. Back when um, my parents first had, like, a computer, mm-hmm. that was one of the games available. We had, like... Chess? Yeah, it was, like, a sad... Like, there was a grid, and there were dots, and then you would type in your move, and the computer would make a move against you. Mm. It was a very slow game. I think there was that... There was that, like, Minesweeper game. <laughs> there was the Monopoly game. And then there was wow. that... Did you guys ever play that game called Digger? No. Did you guys ever have the game Ski? No. Yes. Ski. The one where you crashed into stuff and jumped. And there's, like, a Yeti that would run out and do something. <laughs> <the first time. laughs> I, I love that game. Do you remember that? Asteroid. Although I think it went by many names. No. <laughs> now I fear that we're veering into video game territory and we should veer back towards weren't we going to talk about um, i can talk about video games all day but i know and that's why i'm trying to steer us into another direction all right so Let's... for this episode politics scary movies, movies scary movies i think scary movies it's very seasonal mm-hmm. and then if i have to go to sleep before we get to the politics you know i've <laughs> already done the movies well what's wrong with politics though nothing but you know I do have a 4 a.m. wake-up call, so... <laughs> that's, like, that's like the question in the campaign. What do you do at the 4 a.m. wake-up call? Mm-hmm. Feed the baby. Feed, feed the baby. Like I'm, I'm already awake and I've already tweeted three times. So like, oh, no. <laughs> that's not so good. I'm going to wait 40 minutes to tweet the, the conclusion of the sentence I started 40 minutes ago. He really takes his time ending those sentences. <laughs> you know, what did he do? The other day, he, he went to somebody in his administration. He said, like, um, he on Twitter, he said something like, Colonel McChrystal has nothing to, and then 40 minutes later, he's like, worry about it. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> Didn't he do something like that to one of his people? I'm sure he did. 
I'm sure that happened. It escapes me who it was, but oh boy, the clownery continues. Okay, mm-hmm. so scary movies. Where do you guys want to start? Well, let's start with backstory. Um, I think the whole reason you and I became friends was because you worked in the... Um, d- Library. Yes, the library of the dorm that I lived in, and I would always go down there to rent movies. I met, yeah, the Eigenman Dorm Library was awesome. I met a lot of really interesting and cool people that I've kept in touch with from there. Um, but yeah, yeah, I was always checking out movies to everybody. Surprisingly, a lot of VHS back in the day. Although oh, yeah. we were starting to get a DVD collection too. But yeah, VHS was totally still a thing back then. Mm. How did we do it? No, but I actually, like I was thinking recently, I'm going to get rid of a lot of my DVDs, but I'm going to keep the VHS because... Hmm. Some of the VHS I have are kind of like weird things that maybe didn't even make it to DVD. Hmm. Whereas I feel like a lot of my DVDs are just like, you know, I could just watch them on Netflix or something. Hmm. But some of the VHS movies, if I get rid of them, they may just be lost to the sands of time. Hmm. I'm, I would try to save it all. but it's it, The size of the collection is too great. You know what, like, I've got so many video games in Korea and stuff, and I can't find a CD case to hold them in, because nobody sells them anymore. Because like, don't you have MP3? I'm like, yeah, but <laughs> video games are not digitalized yet. And then I remember that um, Microsoft tried to digitalize everything on Xbox, but we revolted against them. Yeah. And said, no, we want discs. We want physical copies of what we pay our hard-earned dollars for. Um, so they made the physical discs be required still. Mm. And they were disappointed because they thought they were going into a better um, content delivery model, I guess. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, what's given on the internet can be taken away, right? Mm-hmm. This is true. Like, when the servers go down, they're not hosting your multiplayer anymore. What do you do then? And then you can't watch your movies that you stored in the cloud. The cloud is bullshit. Yeah. That's what the corporate media doesn't want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> All this stuff. You'll be networking your meetings in the cloud. I try to stay out of the cloud if I can help it, honestly. I know there's certain things that are like, put it in the cloud, buddy. No, I don't trust the cloud. But you shouldn't trust the cloud. It's not yeah. safe. And we had a hard time catching the terrorists, so just please upload all your crap to us directly. Exactly. <laughs> well, Jennifer Lawrence got her self taken nude pictures hacked in the cloud. That's Stolen how they the got cloud. The cloud is not people. private. No. I mean, then again, I mean, I try to never put anything on the internet that I'm not like, I guess I'd be all right if people saw this. <laughs> this uh, episode is still in consideration. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think it's okay so far. I think it's fine. I think we're doing good. Yeah. I still think we should talk about the time that we had to hack down your door, though. Oh. <laughs> okay. I, you took a lot of joy in that, I could tell. Let's try to set the scene. All right. We'll, we'll let you do that. I, well, I, Bob knows it best, I'm sure. All right. Well, I had a, a lockable door in that apartment. Yeah. Because of some, well, I mean, a lot of things. For one thing, remember when our house got broken into and that kid was standing in your doorway? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really I, matter I so much why as just, you know, you happen to have had a lockable door. I don't think that's a strange thing. I also yeah. had a lockable door. Well, we all did, but maybe. But like... After a party one night in college, um, we were all asleep. You know, we'd probably gone to sleep about 3 a.m. And suddenly I'm woken up at 4 a.m. in my dark upstairs bedroom. 
Uh, there were two upstairs bedrooms, two downstairs bedrooms, and one middle area mm -hmm. in the center, which was above ground, but that had the kitchen and stuff. So anyways, after this party, about 4 a.m., I'm woken up in the middle of the night. I'm still drunk and everything, but I see a small person standing in my doorway, just from like the light of the moon, basically. And by small person, you do you, you mean a child? It was. <laughs> I think like it was a, little... a kid. I think it was some little. We know exactly who it was. <laughs> I don't think they had to break in. I think probably like the last person who left the party, and we didn't lock the door behind them or something. I think it was like kind of probably sure, but a... they still like came to our door. It's it's super and randomly sketchy. like yeah. tried to see if they could get in, and then came inside. I mean, it was a violation. But so I wake up, and this kid's in my room, like about two or three feet, maybe one or two feet in my room. Mm -hmm. and my door was definitely closed. Like, I don't know about the front door, but my door was definitely closed. So he'd open the door. He was, you know, that's like future psychopath serial killer behavior, like sneaking around your neighbor's places and stuff at night after a party. Maybe or just some... kids. I mean, I'm not defending them because I find that deeply, deeply disturbing. Mm -hmm. Huge violation for people to, like, be in your house. But I don't necessarily think it's, like, a psycho thing to do. It's just kind of bored kids that don't have, like, limits and boundaries and perhaps i never did that to anybody i, I never snuck that. into somebody's i was residence. scared to i'd be shot yeah stand in their doorway I mean, weirdly i didn't not, yeah i, I guess not even, okay come did to you think ever of do it. that i didn't no. do that <laughs> no i mean john maybe once <laughs> <laughs> once or twice no no i never did that either of course it's crazy like we live in red states you get shot if you come in somebody's like front lawn at night right. Right? it's like so, so but anyway we had a lockable door the doors, some doors were lockable. I'm not sure if mine was or if I just didn't lock it. I locked, but long story short, I locked my keys in my room and no way to... No way to get in. No way to get in. Didn't want to call a locksmith. No. Expensive. Yeah. So, Kyle, you want to take it from here? Well, anyways, um, we had a dilemma. I feel like the next day was either a work day or a school day for you because, like, there was something... Yeah, I had to You, like, something. needed to get in there. I didn't want to be locked out of my room yeah sure. and again this was kind of a it had been a party night i think and i think there were several open alcohol containers in your I'm, room i'm not gonna and so i'm not gonna say it wasn't a thing where we wanted to like the locksmiths to come i wasn't gonna say anybody was completely sober i mean i was just saying you know locksmiths are expensive why would you why would you want to <laughs> so do that when so you are find... doors as we later learned <laughs> yes yeah, but right. at the time <laughs> At the time when we chose to hack through the door, we did not consider that the door might be more expensive than the locksmith. So what I discovered is that a, uh, uh, a cardboard door. It was basically cardboard. A plaster, a plaster, a wood plaster door or something is like. Um, not that hard to get through. Well, really, the katana is not really a slicing weapon. It's more of a hacking True. weapon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When it comes to a door. So anyway. Jonathan hacked a pretty sizable rectangle oiler uh, hole in my very, as it turns out, flimsy door. Flimsy yet still expensive. Very expensive. There's a great picture that we have somewhere of me holding the door, or being next to the door, and, and child like looking through the hole that he made. <laughs> we should possibly include we should that. Call, I, I, need, I, need to dig, I need to dig a lot of stuff out of the archives. Tomorrow we got to dig a lot of stuff out of the archives while sure. you're here. Absolutely. There's a lot of great material. I still have, we can cut this part out, but the book, mm -hmm. I still have my book. Do you have your book? Uh, I think so. Yeah. No. Oh. But yeah, it's we can. I mean, we can edit, but <laughs> it's in storage somewhere. Yeah, yeah I got mine. I got mine somewhere. But anyway, mm -hmm. 
So yeah, okay. slice. Slice goodbye. No one will ever hear this. Kind of you, your own your own version of a scene from The Shining. Yeah. You know, oh. Hack through the door. Oh yeah. Yes. Uh, here's Johnny. <laughs> Isn't that what he said at that point? Mm-hmm. Yep. Although I've read some really disturbing things about um, how Stanley Kubrick was like treating his actors on the set. Actors yeah. or actresses? Actresses. Well, I'm talking about olive oil. I've, I've heard. I am talking about olive oil. He was very, very mean to her. Yeah, not nice. She probably should have left. Like, I don't, I don't think she should have stayed and fit. I mean, she probably wanted to be in the movie and felt like she couldn't leave or whatever. But it's that's bad. A, that's a that's a increasing problem. That sounds like in today's world, right? Or persistent problem, at least. It's yeah. It's a big problem. Bob, are you going through the archives now? No, no. I was going to back her phone because I took all, all the pictures she had on it. Oh. But, yes, now I have plenty of room to take many, many photographs tonight. Video, even? You know? Oh, my. You know, do we, my... Do we want the, do we no, want well, the video? No, hey, my friends that I was saying that had the previous people that had been on in a pair for yeah. you, they have a sports podcast, and the one that still does it now with his other friend does a streaming Facebook Live video while they record their podcast. Speaking of Facebook Live, have you heard of You Now? Yeah, but what is it? I'm slightly confused by it, but some of the YouTubers that I follow do it. It's like... What does it do? I think it's basically like you're live streaming a video of yourself, but then you're also live chatting with people. Uh-huh. So you can like answer their chats, but like on your video or something. Mm-hmm. So someone can be like, hey, question mark, blah, blah, blah. And you could be like, oh, thanks for, blah, here's the answer to your question. Uh-huh. But some of the like most successful YouTubers do it a lot. It's called, what is it called again? You now. Because you're YouTubing, but it's like happening now. Well, I think I can stream on Facebook Live after I get over 100 subscribers. I don't know if we want to stream on Facebook Live, though. To be a good. Seems like. No, YouTube YouTube. Live, sorry. YouTube. YouTube Live, yeah. You now, possibly. I don't know if it's a different thing or the same thing. That sounds like a YouTube thing. All right, guys. No, you now is a YouTube thing. But is I it by YouTube? Yes. I well, I think I have to have 100 subscribers to do yes. that. Yes, well, the people I'm talking about have, like, a million subscribers. I have 20. Okay, okay. I'm working on it. But <laughs> building your On YouTube, audience. I have way more on SoundCloud. Okay, well. And no, iTunes. Okay. If you start yes. doing my husband wife YouTubing videos, that's how we will achieve success. I have a video that has like 500 views, which is not that many, but it still feels like a lot to me. That's more than I've had, I think. I have the highest one. My highest one on YouTube is probably 900. Nice. Well, and this is not even a video. That's just like the audio of what we. Yeah. Do. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying. Guys, we're, we we're on air. We're on air. That's okay. We can edit. All right. We're gonna edit. All right. Let's let's veer back to our topic. Okay. Let's go. Um, I think we should talk about scary movies because it's seasonally. <laughs> Yeah, that's not going to work table. <laughs> Scary movies Sorry. are very seasonally topical for the time of year we're in right now. And also... Can this be our Halloween episode? Yes. Yes, it should be. Mm-hmm. Also. And also, I mean, I think you and I both have a love for scary movies and you've always kind of been maybe dragged along by us into the scary movie realm. Bob, around. are you not, you're not a big scary movie guy? Okay, but I like scary movies, but you keep telling me that the scary movies I like aren't actually scary movies. The what only you, scary you like, like movie the that you claim to like is yeah, zombie. Okay. 
First of all, <laughs> Bob's getting double I can't. I can't wait to hear why my right. personal taste is wrong. But when I asked you which scary movie you wanted to watch for sure for Halloween, you said Zombieland, and Zombieland is a great movie, but it's a comedy. It's got Bill Murray. It does. I mean, that's. It has many things to recommend it, but it has it Woody Harrelson. But it's not frightening. It's I a comedy. Kind of zombie romantic comedy. Some of the zombie kills are pretty. I, I'll, I'll, give right? him, I'll give him that. But but that was like the they only have zombie one kill of the week. But Remember that scene? You guys want to talk about a good zombie film I saw recently, yes. and you may or may not have seen it also. Yes, we do. Um, it's a British film called The Girl with All the Gifts. Ooh. Have you heard of this? No. no, I've got it. We could watch it. We shouldn't watch it right now. No, but it's, you it's, consider it. I tell you what, this is a very creepy concept, though. Okay, so there are kids who are zombies when they can smell human like sweat or whatever anything like that but otherwise they act like normal kids they can be educated and everything but if you get too close to them and they see that you're a human or something like they turn into a zombie and they just kill you immediately okay that sounds horrifying and so there's this girl being held at this like military base where they're doing kind of kindergarten experiments and stuff and they feed them like forget what they feed him they feed him something at night or something that's alive or something it's really scary but um anyways this like base gets overrun and so these like this scientist woman who's been doing teaching them or educating them and doing experiments on them and stuff she has to like escort this one zombie girl through the wasteland mm-hmm. with a couple friends and stuff and there's like the constant threat that this girl is just gonna freak out and kill everybody right mm-hmm. it's i tell you what it's it's a good movie though mm-hmm. great zombie film that sounds good. I mean, I love. What was the title again? A good zombie movie. The girl with all the gifts. You know what show I have not watched because to me it looks terrible. Mm. But strangely, my mom was telling me that she was watching it, which was really surprising because when I lived with her, like when I was in like high school and would watch zombie movies, she was always like really set against them and like she couldn't even like hear them happening from the next room, or she would be like. I'm being emotionally scarred by that. <laughs> but then, of course, now that I like no longer live there, she's randomly watching that I Zombie show. I've heard about this. <laughs> I haven't it's like, seen. It's like a woman <laughs> who's like a zombie, but somehow she's also like a doctor or something. I'm really, un- I'm really unclear. To me, it just it doesn't yes, quite look like, right to me. We have to operate on your intestines. Do right? we really? Yes. <laughs> it's like right, but my mom was telling me it's actually a good show, and I'm like not so sure. Mm. But that is a zombie show that exists. I've heard about that. I haven't seen even like previews or anything, but I'm curious about it. It sounds kind of. Funny. I think it's like she's an attractive woman, but she's also has like a desire to eat brains. Scary movies, though. We still talking about them? Yes, we are. Allegedly, <laughs> but we're talking about how you don't, you secretly don't love scary movies. All right, fine. Name a scary movie that you think is a scary movie that I don't think is a scary movie. Huh? I just think that like 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 name a scary movie that you think I'm like. No, you like scary movies. Like you no, like seriously. Like what? You like torture porn movies? No, this is like so, you loved like the Saw movies. I, oh, I only saw like the first two or three. And like Hostel, which was very good. No pun intended. Hostel, though, I actually really liked Hostel, but you I know what? I haven't seen Hostel. Hostel Part 2 is even better than Hostel Part 1, and Hostel Part 1 is, like, pretty good. Mm, the Godfather. Mm. It did give me nightmares for, like, a really long time, though. Because mm. it's really, it's really nasty. Like, in a way, in, in a way where it will, like, bother you while you're sleeping. Okay. But it's so good. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a, sort of a genre of horror, I guess. Um, 
I don't know. What about Scream? Let's talk about Scream a little bit. Rose McGowan's been in the news this week. It's big true. Time. It's true. I um, I think I first became aware of her in Scream, the first original Scream. Me too. And I think it's, I've said before, I think it's a crime that she was killed off in that film. I think she could have, like, been in Scream 2. But, um... Oh, I love Scream 2, though. I mean, that's probably... Scream 2 was amazing as well. Scream 2, yeah, Scream 2 was very good. But I think Scream 1... Was almost like a perfect film. Yeah, like, and I came into that at exactly the right time. Because Mm -hmm. I hadn't seen enough horror movies when I saw that the first time to kind of understand the genre. So to me, I was watching it as a mystery. And I really wanted Sydney to, like, figure out who the real killer was and everything, you know? Yeah. It was um, very exciting. Yeah. Trick question. There were two. <gasps> right. <laughs> they were both of us, Sydney. Oh, we wow. didn't like your mother. <laughs> Something right. What, what were... My parents did to get me again, man. My oh, parents did to be so mad at me. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie, Sydney? Now, here's a fact that maybe neither of you know about me that will probably disturb you with greatly. Okay. I was like obsessed with Matthew Lillard for the longest time after that movie. He's in Twin Peaks now. I should probably watch that. He's, he's kind Although of I think I'm past that obsession. But Twin Peaks or Matthew Lillard? Matthew Lillard. Well, you know. Who is he married to? I don't know if he's married to anybody. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I don't... I don't, Skeet I don't No, I'm sure he could be with someone. <laughs> Who's Skeet Ulrich no, married to? Billy I Loomis. No idea. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> Ash thinks he's like a watered-down version of uh, Johnny Depp. No, I think I, the only reason I they cast that. him in Scream was as an homage to the Johnny Depp character in Nightmare on Elm Street. Because mm-hmm. he had like a very a similar cut. look in that movie. Very deep cut. No, I'm not saying that like against Skeet Ulrich. I like him. I just I, think that he had a very... That character, the way they kind of styled him, yeah. was like a very similar look to the Johnny Depp character. It was the 1990s. It was, it was. But, I mean, Skeet Ulrich is definitely, like, the poor man's Johnny Depp. Like, he's not as attractive. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the poor man's Johnny Depp, have you guys been watching uh, Fear the Walking Dead? Not this at one all. kid on there, no, he's, like, he's like, literally, I've heard him described that way, the poor man's Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. Johnny yeah. Depp is on my list now, anyway, so. And I don't even like the real Johnny Depp anymore. I mean, all this, no. this he's like of the Caribbean his, stuff is He's gone abusing way too his far. wife, and it's just Johnny Depp. Is she still true. married to him? No, but. I mean, they saved their dog from Australia. Did you see that? <laughs> no. Is that your defense of Johnny Depp? And his wife. <laughs> <laughs> but is she like possibly an Australian? No, they were visiting Australia and she did something illegal like bring her dog there. And so Australia had impounded her dog. Oh no. And like Johnny Depp and her both had to fly back to Australia and do like a live apology mm-hmm. on camera. And the apology they gave was extremely cheesy. Bob, you got to edit it in later because like was it just like we're sorry that we illegally flew this dog here? Yeah, no, but they were really snarky. They were like, "We're sorry that our dog was a threat to like <laughs> domestic wildlife in your country." <laughs> sorry, not sorry, Amy Lovato, Demi Lovato. Yes. <laughs> Australia is a wonderful island with a treasure trove of unique plants, animals, and people. It has to be protected. Australia is free of many pests and diseases that are commonplace around the world. That is why Australia has to have such strong biosecurity laws. And Australians are just as unique, both warm and direct. When you disrespect Australian law, they will tell you firmly. I am truly sorry that Pistol and Boo were not declared. 
Protecting Australia is important. Declare everything when you enter Australia. Thanks. But no, I mean, but no, his wife was in that movie that we watched. Was is her name she Amber Heard? Yeah, she was in Magic Mike too. That was, we watched oh, last was, night. Was she the, the night before, yeah. Was she the the Luxell, yes. She was the like love interest of Channing Tatum. I don't know if it was love, but well, he she wanted was to the, cheer like, her up. <laughs> she was the daughter of um she was the daughter of Andy McDowell. <laughs> Whatever. Andy McDowell, very underappreciated actress. Um so scream. Yes. I, I am. An amazing film. Yeah, we've we've got to like, we've got to we've got to cut down on the extraneous. That we got to get like the parts out where we're, okay. we're not under any time limit. Yeah, but when we go way off topic, that's gonna be like. Let's do talk about Scream though because it's an amazing film. Films. Yeah. Films, but I mean. Two films precisely. Scream how many, one. How many screams would you say are excellent? Truly amazing. Scream two, very good. Other three? screams, no. 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 Scream three. Four. Very, very bad. Scream 4, just slightly better than Scream 3, but that's really not saying much. They never came back to the heights of Scream 1 and Scream 2. I think we can just all agree on that. Yes, we Was can. Scream 1 and Scream 2, like Godfather 1, Godfather 2, where the second one is actually a little bit better than the first one? No, the I first don't think one was better than that. the second one. A the first bit. one was better than the second one, but the second one was still Amazing. Good. Yeah, yeah it was really, good. really, really good. Why did the third one and the fourth one fall off so hard? They, they tried to get too deep in the backstory. And just... There was a cheapness to it. Like, there was a... I think both one and two had high production values. Like, those were, like, slick studio films. Yeah. Scream 3 just I, felt yeah. cheap. Like, the acting was bad. Well, and the cinematography wasn't very good. I, I don't and, remember the cinematography. But what I'll say is, whenever, like, with Scream 3, that was the one... Was that the one where they got into, like, Sydney's mom's past in Hollywood? And how she went out there and she got... She went out mouth. there... Like she met Harvey Weinstein like a, or something. Yeah, and then she went to some kind wrong. of like underground. <laughs> terrible things happened to her, and then she gave birth to the like vindictive half brother. I'm sorry, that was that was ridiculous. Like, and frankly, whenever whenever Hollywood gets up its own ass and they want to like reset everything in Los Angeles, because like they're like that's where we live. It'd be cool to do a movie about where we live, right? Everybody likes us. But it's like no, you really shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Hey there, how you doing? You, special special guest star. You want to kick? You want to move around a little bit? It's usually the captain that's the guest star. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, did you turn the monitor on? Okay. Not a peep. Yeah, we're hanging out here with Esmeralda. No, we're not. <laughs> Her name is not Esmeralda. That's what I think it should be. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you explain that to her when she's older, okay? Okay. It's, it's exotic. It's like Esmeralda. Like, why does the bad man call me Esmeralda? <laughs> yeah. Emerald, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. Name. You always say right like as a yeah. as a Is that correct? Know. You do know. Can I get can I get a can I get a fact check? <laughs> yeah. Fake news, okay. They said her name was Emerald, it's totally Esmeralda. <laughs> <clears throat> she's she's kicking a little bit. Now she'd usually be asleep by now, but she's like too excited about the podcast. Yeah, we're doing a good podcast, everything. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I, let's talk about Scream One. Let's do because I think I saw that movie at exactly the right time. Okay. Like I, I hadn't I, seen too many scary movies. Me neither, and I, you know, it was a scary movie to initiate our generation basically into the scary movies. 
with a, you know, basically the quintessential slasher flick, you know, reimagined in the 1990s. Things had gotten off track in horror, you could say, before that. Mm -hmm. Also, I, I went to like, I think I went to the Bookery. Was that the place? The Bookery down in Mitchell, Indiana. Is that a video, video rental, rental place? place? Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? That was the name, right? The Bookery? Yeah, and also they uh, rented video games. Yep. They also... I've got some stories about renting video games in that <laughs> place, but that's another time. I mean, that's certain people that I hung out with back in the day, nobody on this podcast um, would rent video games from there. And then, like, when they got tired of playing one and it was time to take it back, they would scratch it and say it was damaged and they hadn't been able to play it. That's and they would get horrible. another free rental. That's so, that's so wrong. I know, it is. Start your local business, folks. <laughs> that's, that's really, really that's, bad. That's Lawrence County. <laughs> but Scream, um, I think, was maybe one of the first scary movies I watched at all. And, like, so I didn't, so I hadn't, like, seen enough that I was, like, knowing the whole, you know all the tropes and everything. So to me, it was all new and it was so exciting and so scary. It, it basically taught me the tropes so that I could go back and exactly. rewatch all the 70s and 80s horror movies and like, you know, deal with it in the way it was meant to be deal with, dealt with, I suppose. But um, yeah, Scream 1, I mean, they had Randy, I mean, right? And Randy was a guy they killed off that they desperately wished they hadn't because like they brought his sister back later or something, didn't they? Or... Well, he was the guy that kind of was explaining everything as far as like what has to happen in a horror movie and everything. Yeah, I mean, he like laid out the rules and then like in the movie, of course, it was crazy. It like didn't always even follow the rules necessarily, although it often did. But you know, Scream <laughs> 1 was brilliant. Like, I mean, their advertising, from what I remember, their advertising heavily featured Drew Barrymore, who was very hot back then right and it was just kind of i remember the ads were just kind of like that scream mask mm -hmm. and then it was like the sound of the phone ringing and then like the scream and it was like a huge fight in my house because like my brother went to see it in the movie theater and my mom like didn't think he should go okay yeah it was i mean like but drew barrymore didn't really even feature right no well, she I mean, was she gets like killed five off. minutes and but that was like, i mean wasn't that like an homage to the whole hitchcock like She's in the shower, or you think that she's the main character in Psycho, but then she gets killed off, and it's really her sister. It's been, it's been a really long time since I've seen Psycho, but yeah. Yeah, in Psycho, you think that one person's the main character, and then it turns out she's, you know, done for, and then her sister kind of comes in and is the actual main character. Okay. So I think that was the idea with Drew Barrymore. You think it's about her, but then, oh man, she's just, you know, she's gone, and it's then here comes Nev Campbell. Watch him. Nev Campbell has never been more appealing than in that movie, though. Okay. Like, All right, but I want you guys to turn this conversation towards what you think about Kevin Williamson and the way he tells stories. Because I, he also did Dawson's Creek. Yes, which I watched, and I don't think either of you did, probably. I saw, like, one episode maybe one time. But he, all but he, about Dawson's Creek. But he also did I Know You Did Last Summer. Yes, which is also decent. That, what, what was amazing to me was that Kevin Williamson was involved in both screaming and... Um, I know what you did last summer, because I, I thought of those very much as competing franchises at that time, right? Mm -hmm. Like Scream came first, and then I know what you did last summer, and then cut, they kind of bounced back and forth a couple. But they times. were totally both him. I know what you did last summer. I think is more similar to Dawson's Creek. You know what screenplay he also wrote? What? The Faculty. Oh, and you like The Faculty? I haven't seen that since it was in theaters, but that's definitely been on my download list. Oh, the Faculty is not bad. He also, he also developed The Vampire Diaries. Um, I love The Vampire Diaries, as you know. 
Rob refuses to watch The Vampire Diaries with me, even though it's amazing. I, 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 I'm ashamed to admit that I might have watched the first season of The Vampire Diaries years ago, but I don't know. I was a, still somewhat of a fan of Ian Somalhander or whatever. I after love the him. Somalhander? How you say it? I don't know. However you say his name. I thought that's how you say his name. I don't know how to say his name. That's why I avoid saying it. I thought I heard... Just call him Ian. Okay. (laughs) If I ever meet him, I'll make sure to do that. Ian, you were great in the... No, but I've loved him ever since... Rules of Attraction. Well, remember Lost? He was good in that, too. Yeah, I loved him in Lost. Was he in Lost? He was in Boone. He 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 died. He was was in season one and season... He was like the brother of... There was like a brother and sister that were on the plane. The sister, I think, lived longer than him. But... No, I loved him in that, and then I loved him in Vampire Diaries. And once you realize that you're actually supposed to be rooting for him in Vampire Diaries, not the other guy, then you know that it's a great show. Hmm. But, you know. I don't know, yeah. it's a, No one will watch it with me, so... I, I think... You will never <laughs> Vampire Diaries was definitely like one of those shows where characters, um, you know, like, last season he was the worst person who did unforgivable things, but this time we're going to redeem him, and he... And you're supposed to sort of forget. Well, I do think it's interesting when there's a show where someone does something really horrible, and then it's kind of like you're supposed to have forgotten about that. Mm-hmm. Like last season, he totally ate someone, but this year he's like actually not that bad of a guy. Yeah, this, this year the other guy's worse, and like our no, our Stockholm a, syndrome hero heroine here will have to ally with him. There was a similar. I had a similar issue with Gossip Girl, which I know neither of you have watched either. Never but watched it. on Gossip Girl, in like the first episode, the Chuck Bash okay. character like sexually assaults someone, but then like later he becomes like the romantic hero, and we're kind of supposed to like maybe forget that that happened. Mm-hmm. But Let's there keep has to talking be about movies because we have a lot to say. We have mostly to. about She Creature. Okay, but we got to come back she for Scream Two first. Okay. Yes. Okay. Scream well. Two. Okay. Scream Two. Okay. Wow. Also very good, but Recording I think not starts. as not as perfect as Scream One. Yeah, it was a little bit less even, but it was fun. I mean, they went from high school to they went to college. I mean, and that's after a they hard went to Hollywood, transition. A lot of those like well, you loved it when it was high school. Now it's college. Sometimes that's like not a great shift. I think like my first week of college or two was uncomfortable, but I think after that, you know, I settled into it. Things okay. But no, I think Scream 2 was good, but I just think Scream 1 just was so perfect to me. What do you, I mean, what parts, what was your favorite part of Scream 1? Okay, I think that Nev Campbell kind of went downhill after Scream 1. Like, yeah. in Scream 1, she was very cute. Like, maybe it was, like, the bangs and the ponytail. Like, she looked more girlish. I she, felt like she looked... Still like a, I feel like it was still, a, like, a kind of like a, uh, what was that, Dawson's Creek situation where you've got, like... 29-year-olds playing 18-year-olds. But it worked. In in Scream 1, she still, she had that youthful kind of exuberance Mm -hmm. to her. So did I. between the hair, yes, but between (laughs) just, you know, the years that had passed and her, like, kind of weird haircut, I just felt like she seemed in combination with being the traumatized character. And that's a problem, Mm -hmm. I think, when you have any sort of horror franchise where you have someone who keeps surviving from movie to movie, they obviously naturally are going to become, you know, more and more bitter from film to film and more traumatized. So (laughs) in the first movie, you know... What if there was a movie where they weren't, though? What if there was a movie where, like... It's just like, like, why are you not more scared? You still didn't get me yet. (laughs) Right? (laughs) That's, like, their whole attitude. (laughs) I mean, it would be harder to understand that, but it would be more fun, maybe. (laughs) Because I always felt like... 
she gets so bitter. I mean, naturally, because, I mean, people are always trying to kill her or whatever. But, like... But that, well, this is another thing that bothers me about the Scream franchise is that they centered it on Sydney, and then it's all, like, you know, it's on the Sydney, Sydney, Sydney. But Sydney's, like, so like depressed the, by the end. The it's like, I don't even movie. want to see her anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it got dark. But, you know, there was still a part where... I don't know. The, the guy in the movie theater, when his, he goes to the bathroom, he's like, say that again. What? Or something, oh. and they stab him in the head. It was like, whoa. We're already... We're no, that already really... Ahead. That's the kind of thing that just, like, you have that reaction to it where it, like, hurts just to, like, think about it. You're like... Yeah. One issue I had with the um, Scream 2 and, like, the continued focus on on Sydney Prescott is basically that, like, you know, like, in real life, like... You'll never get targeted by two serial killers in your whole life. You're like, so, yeah. you're very, it's very unlikely that you'll ever even meet one who's trying to kill you. But like Sydney Prescott's like, she's a target from two of them, but then like two people later are like, we want to target her because those guys didn't get her. And then like later it's like, well, her mom was a bitch and so we're going to target her also. But wasn't like, that always the reason? Like, I feel like that was the thesis statement of every killer that went after her was like your mom is awful so we should just kill you even though your mom's already dead so she won't be able to experience the pain of this revenge we're exacting upon her I don't I it got so out there by the third I mean okay because Billy Loomis and he he wanted to kill her because you know his mom left his dad because of like her mom being like a slut or whatever and I don't know she yeah it's affair it's, blah blah this blah. sounds like the kind of thing where he blows up and attacks her in the parking lot of his school it doesn't sound like the thing where he plans this I'm gonna seduce her and then later like, I'm gonna date her for like three years yeah. and then finally yeah the revenge like is gonna start boyfriend and then suddenly me and like I'm gonna team up with this other popular jock guy. And they never really gave a good explanation for how he roped Stu into the situation. Like I, I don't remember his like his his. He was just kind of the bullied friend, kind of a Stockholm syndrome of like. Well, this kind of reminds me of. Did you ever see the movie Murder by Numbers? Nope. Okay, it's not that good, but I've watched it several times. It's very watchable. And strangely, it does have Sandra Bullock in it. But anyway. Um, okay. Maybe I did see that. But it's like Sandra Bullock is like investigating like a murder situation and it turns out it was committed by like two high school guys one of them is kind of the psycho criminal mastermind and the other one is kind of the like guy that's along for the ride i'm saying that's i think like a common thing you see in movies where there's where there's a team where there's a team of killers it's like one is supposed to be the real bad guy and the other is just kind of the guy that he bullies into being his sidekick or something there have been cases like that in real life it's a real thing. Like, somehow the psycho manipulates the, like, weaker friend into, like, helping them. But I just don't understand that. Because it's like, I mean, we're friends, but if you were like, hey, Ash, let's, like, murder someone, I'd be like, no. <laughs> what if they're a Republican, though? Still no. <laughs> <laughs> but see, we can keep that part because you said no. <laughs> yes, because the answer is no. But I'm saying, like, so that's why even though I know this is a real thing, we're like... One person kind of manipulates we, we, like, their friend into going along with them in this no, like elaborate scheme. It's a slow process, okay? <laughs> like first we murder a Republican, and the next time it's a Libertarian, okay? <laughs> it's a translation. Oh, no. <laughs> you become acclimated. I just, I just don't understand how you can like let someone, you know, manipulate you that much so that you're just like, yeah, we could totally well, like. I think certain certain personalities tap into each other, and. You know, somebody who has some latent um, <clears throat> aggression or something like that 
can't be tapped into by certain people, right? Yeah, and but still, yeah, I just I don't understand how he got Stu to go along with this. But I still thought that Matthew Litter was really hot in that movie. He he was very funny. Like, he was funny and like, like very tall. Yeah, well, you got to watch seriously. Did you watch um, Twin Peaks one and two because no, like Cree's out no. and everything? Dude, you got to go back. Season one's only like eight episodes, and by that time you'll be fully invested. For we season do have the VHS of it. You do. Mm-hmm. You haven't watched. But I mean. Yeah, I still just, I know it's a real thing, like, in real life, where there's, like, the killer and, like, the friend that's, like, the killer sidekick. It's just was as a hard case, for me to, like... There was a case, like, um, these two guys out in California. And I forget, the one guy's name was Ng, or something like that. He was Chinese. I-N-G? No, Ng. Ng. I forget his oh, last name. And the other guy Vietnamese? was, like... No, it was... Uh, he was from Hong Kong. He was from China. But, um... The other guy was like a Vietnam vet who had some issues or whatever, and they like built a bunker and were, they murdered several people there. It was really fucked up. I want to say it was in Northern California. Mm-hmm. But um, Rose McGowan, we should talk about. Yeah. Because, like you were saying, it's very sad that she got killed off in the first movie. Cause, you know. And yeah, well, I thought you were gonna say it's very sad that Harvey Weinstein did what he did. That's also very sad. But, you know, more of a somber topic. Yeah, I was devastated when she got killed in the first uh, screen. She was very charismatic. She was funny. She was fun. I think that she was a great counterpoint to Sydney because Sydney is such a, like, emotional, kind of dramatic person. Yeah. And she was, like, the perfect, fun best friend that's kind of, like, makes Sydney do things that are, like, more exciting and more fun. And, like, yeah. you know, we need, you need that. You need the fun best friend, and she was like the perfect fun best friend. Yeah, yeah, she was really, really hot too. But um, <clears throat> the other movie I want to mention that she was in, which was also an outstanding movie, I thought was uh, Planet Terror. Uh, mm-hmm. Right, the uh, double Robert Rodriguez, Quentin Tarantino double feature, right? Oh yeah. And she was the heroine of the Robert Rodriguez section. Didn't her leg come off when the accident happened? Yeah, like yeah, but then that. she had the machine gun leg, which was amazing. <laughs> this is I like, love the ending of that movie when they're all like beating up the guy, and then they're like, "Yeah, it was like the end." No, I love that. And didn't we see, we saw that like in the theater? Yeah, and there's also a guy that was like screaming in the front row. Yeah, time. it was really upsetting. But when McGowan's a good singer too. Who? She. McGowan. Grim. Rose McGowan? Rose McGowan. Sorry, who's Gwen McGowan? I don't know. You, you tell me. <laughs> That's why I stopped you. <laughs> okay. So, but I, I feel singer. like your use of that as a table is going to like end in tears. I haven't drinks it fast enough. And not if he starts the 40 in time yeah, soon. I'm almost done. I'm trying to like... I, Come on. I, I don't the 40s probably... The 40s, insane. like, seriously, do you want me to talk about Paul? I hate Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> do you want a real, like, conversation about that? All right, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying I'm, I was I'm, coworced into buying a 40 thinking I'm gonna drink my 40 somebody tomorrow. Tomorrow. All right, I feel like one of the first times I went to a party at you guys' house, this was before I lived with you, I don't remember if it was both of you or, or like just other people at your party that were playing Ever 40 Hands. <laughs> it was a pretty popular thing, only because it was such an extreme thing. Yeah, it was... I don't remember if we did we do two hands or we just do. I, think I did only two. did one. You and Ben Smith did two hands, Jeez. and you're think you confused me with Ben Smith because you said somebody was puking into the toilet <laughs> like forties <with> <laughs> around taped around his hands, gripping either side of the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no. it wasn't me. It was Ben Smith. 
I feel like there was a picture back on early Facebook. You guys took a picture with the pizza man because he came to the door. <laughs> back on early Facebook when you could post pictures like that because no one's here. Okay, I think we should just have a sidebar and agree. Mm. Because you guys will agree with me, I think, when I make the statement that Facebook was better back when it could only be people from your own school and, like, no one's parents was on there. I yeah. joined Facebook originally in February of 2004. February? And I think it was, or like we were November or something. Early like adopters of we Facebook. We were early adopters of Facebook. Back when it was more of, like, a private it, thing I think for like college wired students. wired a university email, official.edu. Mm-hmm. So, um, hashtag real talk. Real it was talk. a different thing back then, and like as much as it's like nice because it's like then your grandmother can see your photos. And I remember like, when nice they opened it up to not college that. students, like, and I was like, "This is a mistake." It was a mistake because I knew it was a mistake. This is a betrayal. Yeah, that's no, because it used to be like a college thing, and now like people who didn't even go to college have now, Facebook. Accounts. To be fair, if I graduated in two thousand three and I couldn't get a Facebook because I lost my, you know. <laughs> thing in 2004 at the beginning i'd be you know i'd be mad as hell but yeah like, but there like, has to be some limit i don't know i feel so like you're rewarded for like not getting flunked out of school or there whatever. was a certain like <laughs> feeling that you could share within the privacy of the university not pri- I mean, privacy. it's, it's an arbitrary line but it's one that really separates us from the beasts <laughs> yeah. yeah we gotta we gotta maintain that distinction um yeah, I, I agree. Like, I mean, I think, like, I don't want to say, like, it's, it's hard to draw out where to draw the line. Because if you're Facebook, and like, I'd feel bad if I had graduated two years ago, and so suddenly I couldn't be on Facebook. Like, I mean... But you could be on Facebook if you, like, had, if you knew what your email had been or whatever. I think it has to be, like, it has to be current, because they yeah, have to send you, you the confirmation. Yeah, but you signed up email. for it. But once you do the confirmation code... You don't. I don't think you, you don't have, have to, to like stay there. I mean, I don't still have my okay, university but, email account. Yeah, that's the thing. My university email account was destroyed by the university a couple of years after I graduated. You get a dot alumni account or whatever. I, don't know. I think you have to like pay for that. Like you should do the alumni yeah, association. Maybe the first year was free. You have to I'm, join the alumni association. Okay. <laughs> Facebook. Facebook is what <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. I agree that like it was better in a way. In a way, I mean, and I'm guilty of, like, at various, you know, weak moments in my life, like, encouraging people that shouldn't have been on Facebook to, like, join. We've all been there. Yeah, (laughs) me too. I can't believe I used to be, like, I used to leave people voicemails and be like, dude, there's this thing, it's called the Facebook, and you have to join it. (laughs) Yeah. I think I joined a group one time, for me, it's still the Facebook, right? Because Well, no, but, like, funny story. Okay, so, back when Facebook was, like, newer... Mm -hmm. Remember how you used to just sort of befriend people that had the same last name as you, even if they weren't, like, related to you? I never did that, but, like, I've, I've seen I did some that. Johnny Fowles and Jonathan Fowlers and stuff on there. So I totally did that. So, like, and most of those people, you know, either I or they... Are you talking they, about Stacey Kurt, right? Yeah, I am, because that's where I'm going. He's so most... <laughs> yeah, we're going, we're going there. We're going there. Lo- okay. Love no, Stacey. so what it is is that... There was, like, a thing where it was, like, you would just befriend, like, random people that had the same last name as you, because it was like, oh, hey, we're Cartwrights, we can connect on the Facebook, because this is back when it was just students, so it felt like, oh, my God, I'm meeting other Cartwrights from around Probably the world or whatever. Probably third cousin or something, right? But, like, not. They're not related to you at all. They're just, like, random people, well, but it's like, oh, hey, go back far enough. whatever, you know? But so, like, 
I think at one time there was a Facebook group that was like of the car rights and there was like a bunch of us and then like mm -hmm. I befriended a couple people and over the years, you know, either I or they, you know, unfriended each other because like we don't, I don't actually know you, you know, but there's like, I've only maybe unfriended like, like one or two people in my entire time on oh, Facebook. Oh, I've unfriended a lot of people. Really? Wow. Yeah. Just, I mean, just make cuts. You know, sometimes you just see someone, you see their status update and you're just like, That's you know what, I disenjoy every it. time I see you updating, so I just never want to see you again. Wow. Cut. That's a, that's a, that's a, I don't know. It's a, do you ever mute people, Chad? No. Oh, man. We so never, you never people filter away. people out of your feed? I, um, you see everything, that. everyone who's friends like, with you. With that? Well, everything, that's, everything that the Facebook algorithm sends my way. But the people, you don't mute people's activity. There's certain people I'm surprised that Facebook hasn't muted by now. No, you don't actively do this. No, mm -hmm. but like, sidebar going back to like the end of my story. So there's like a couple people that I like befriended back when it was like, hey, befriend people with your same last name. Why not? Yeah. That I'm still friends with, even though we clearly don't know each other and are not related. So, for example, as Rob mentioned, there is a woman living somewhere named Lestacey Cartwright. There's she is not related to me. Okay. I know a I've lot never about her met life. her. Huh? But, like, we're still Facebook I'm friends. friends. With her too. And sometimes she likes some of my posts. I only friended her mistakenly thinking that Thinking she that she was like my cousin or something, but she wasn't because Lestacey <laughs> Cartwright is yeah, apparently an African American. Yeah. But the Cartwright side of my family is white. I was confused, so, like, but I was Cartwright just like, <laughs> hey, I was just like, at friend? <laughs> you gotta do the uh, ancestry.com. Have your dad do it. Did you know that Larry David and Bernie Sanders are related to Corey Taylor? That. That's like that's awesome. And I bet like Larry feels a little bit guilty about his like shit taking impression of Bernie on SNL or whatever. He also was related to Jewish slaveholders who fought for the Confederacy. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Next time Vermont's flying the uh, three <laughs> bars, we'll know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. I'm just getting in touch he was with one my, of the, uh, He was one of the like, there's only like 1600 Jewish people but, but, that fought the Confederacy. Me. And, he was, uh, and he was one of his ancestors. Me. <laughs> excuse me. It's heritage, not hate, okay? <laughs> That's not how Larry David felt once he found this out. <laughs> but going back to what you were saying, so you've never like unfollowed someone because you I didn't want to disfriend them. But no, no, no. I'm not no, talking see, about unfriending. Don't talk unfollow, about unfriending. Unfollow when you don't want to unfriend, but you just don't want to like see someone. And they don't anymore. know it. I've never. I don't think I've, I'm. I don't think I've unfollowed anybody. Like I just hope that the Facebook albums algorithms will take care of it eventually. If like I'm not liking or commenting on it, like I just hope that they'll take care no, of it. No, but sometimes they don't take care of it because it's like a family member that posts things that you just like don't even want to see, hmm. but they just keep posting them. People but it's that like you, you can't, can't unfriend, unfriend them because like Do you, understand you what I'm care saying? about them as a family member. You care about them as a family member. But you actually care about them you in a way it, where it's you easier it. if you don't have to know Listen, about the horrible things about them. <laughs> there's a big scoreboard, and the scoreboard shows if you unfriend them. So this is Wait, a way... Wait, the scoreboard? The scoreboard on, is in our minds. It's okay. on Facebook. Oh. Our family can see it. If you unfriend what? somebody like, in your if family... You like, okay, like... What? Like, I'm saying, Listen. like, for example, let, let's say you have, like, an aunt who's just, like, slightly racist... If you unfriend her, she's gonna like know and personally hurt. But like, maybe she's like super old, like ninety, and it's like too late for you to like sway her to being like not so racist. 
So, like, you figure you'll just, like, stay friends with her because she's probably going to die soon anyway. But <laughs> but you don't want to, like, see her racist post anyway. Anymore. Are you saying this is actually true, Chuck? <laughs> but you don't want to, like, have to, like, see the racist post. You can unfollow her I, so you no longer have to see her terrible status updates. But unlike unfriending, she won't like get a message that's like Jonathan's unfriending. Well, you, you don't get a message, like, but if people search but you, you like notice that you're no longer. If friends. people search you, if people search you, <laughs> who are your family? Yeah. And multi multi Yes. <clears throat> they will know if you unfriend them. Okay. They will not I know did. if you just remove if them. If you from unfollow your them, you feed. will still be friends, but you just won't have to see their. Well, I, I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna unfriend any of my family, but yeah, I definitely. But that's what I'm saying. I'm not gonna unfriend any of my family either, even though some of them have beliefs that chafe me. Yeah. But I'm not gonna unfriend them because you can love someone who still chafes you with their beliefs that are just totally in opposition to everything that you hold true. I don't know. And so the answer is to unfollow (laughs) them. If you unfollow them, they won't know because you'll still be friends. I like to. You just won't have to like see everything. Well, like an ostrich, bury your head into the sand. I'm like an ostrich, my head wide up in the sky. What's going on? But do you want to be that agitated all the time? It's I, just too stressful for me sometimes because don't you I'm suffer so, from anxiety? At I'm all? so deeply disappointed <laughs> when I love someone and they believe something that's just so horribly untrue and disappointing. It's really distressing to me. I I get angry with the people I suppose who have disappointed me with their uh, beliefs and actions. Uh, but I but do you have empathy for them? Do you really understand how they could get that way even though you love them? Nope. No? But um you don't think their I circumstance involves anything that might lead them to that conclusion? No, I frankly I don't see much in their, their profession, history, their class, status, I area. I don't always nothing. see no, I don't always free will. People working in the healthcare industry have done some questionable votes in the past nine months. Sure, but I'm saying like when it comes to family, you can love someone and still believe that they're very, very wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like you don't like so you love but them I, and you don't want to unfriend them, but you still are so upset by the beliefs that they have that you're not able to like change. Have you ever you heard the concept of like, the good Nazi? <laughs> like the person in Nazi Germany that like wasn't like a bad person. They just were like, oh gosh. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's <laughs> wow. Things are happening around me. I better not rock the boat or say anything. I'm just yeah. gonna. I'm a good person, but I'm just gonna go along with it. That's yeah, not I exactly mean, what I'm talking. We about. we had Britney Spears, you know, supporting. I think we should just like you know support the president. Something yeah, but I mean, I mean if was, anyone is like deciding whether or not to support the president based on like Britney Spears' thoughts on this, <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 that's problem. a bad. I know about 14 million girls who are. <laughs> really? Today? Like currently, though? No, not today. Not a lot today. 14 years ago. Explain for the podcast listeners what She Creature is. She Creature is a movie that everyone who thinks that mermaids are nice should watch because mermaids are actually evil, and She Creature will prove this point to you. Well, I 
think anyone who understands the mermaid myth understands that they lead you towards the rocks to your death and you crash. Well, no, they and lure, the, they lure the you into the waters and they eat you with their like sharp, what? sharp teeth. Were you saying that was a different mythical creature? Yeah, there was the harpies in the ancient Greek. But you don't. Women. But I thought I thought the uh, mermaid the mermaid and they brought well, she, led you towards the mermaid the sits on the rocks and she sings to you and then you come with her and then she lures you into the water where you drown and then she eats you with her like horrifying sharp well, teeth. No, and this is why the little snuggie, mermaid is there, terrifying. There, there, I'm sorry, but I have to say this. There's a Snuggie that's in the shape of a mermaid tail. Mermaids are very hot right now. They're like one of the most popular mythical animals. Mermaids. It's yeah, happening. Sure. Little girls love mermaids. It's all about the little mermaid. And like mermaid this and mermaid that. Have you not mermaid. seen these like, there's like all these like catchphrases and like t-shirts and things that are like, I'm a mermaid or like, going to throw something about I don't about know about this. I honestly It's don't like know. a real, it's a real thing. Okay. Well, um. Like, um, what am I thinking about? Um, yeah, so anyways. Don't put your phone there. Okay. There's, like, cute. It will make the recording. There's, like, cute, like, things. Like, I've seen, like, very popular, like, decor for, like, a little girl's bedroom. You'll have, a mer- like, a sign that says, like, a mermaid sleeps here. A couple months ago in Seoul, I think, like, a live mermaids thing came to this, like, one aquarium area. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, it's a little weird, like, chicks swimming around like mermaids and stuff underwater, like, blood bubbles and stuff. No, that makes me think of, that's in that, um, that Jeffrey Eugenida's book, um, Middlesex. Okay. The, like, Middlesex person works for a while as, like, one of those, like, people. They, like, wear a mermaid tail and, like, swim in the water and do, like, after. you guys ever see the, the TV show? There was a TV show that only lasted for, like, four episodes in, like, late 90s. It was called, oh, God, what was it called? It was based on a... What was that guy who did Rum Punch? Rum Punch? Hunter S. Thompson? No. Um, oh, that's Rum Diaries. Rum Punch? No, I don't know what Rum Punch is. Uh, is, oh, is Jackie is, Brown. Mm. Are, are you talking about Elmore Leonard? Yes. Mm, he yes. wrote another song. He never, No, he wrote another book another called book? Um, Maximum another Bob. Another great song? Maximum Bob. Another number one hit? <laughs> He's just spitting on this track. <laughs> what was it called? Maximum Bob. Maximum Bob. And it was, he, he was like a judge in Florida who got the nickname Maximum Bob because he always gave people the maximum sentence. Gosh, do you have any more it's, it's coming in. It's time. She just made a mouth sound. Okay, well, just give me like a few minutes. It's not just time to replenish. <laughs> it's her. Well, she drank it all earlier. So. She's like... Okay, well, hopefully if she waits a few minutes, the milk will be there and then she can like... It's probably she's awake right now. No, it's not why she's awake right now. She's awake because she got excited about being on the podcast. <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> One of our children is always a guest host, whether I like it or not. <laughs> Hashtag, I'm with her. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, what happened? <laughs> oh my god, you guys. <laughs> that was pretty good, right? That was good. You can't take that part out. I won't. You gotta leave that part out. That was a good one. That was a good crack. Wise crack. (laughs) I have a daughter, by the way. (laughs) Because that wasn't part of the audience. I'm horrified by this episode. (laughs) (laughs) It's going so well and also so badly. We need to talk more about Sea Creature and less about politics. Alright, but I was saying that tomorrow night we need to watch Sea Creature. And I was saying that. We watched one movie with you the other night, yeah. and we might have time to watch, watch another movie jail, with you before you go. I'm trying to say, is She Creature really the movie we want to watch? If that's like the one last movie we can Let's, watch with you in like the next like three years? Where's what? the movies at? 
No, we can't watch it right now. We need but to. But I'm saying like later. I'm saying like later, but not like, hard tonight, drivers, but like Yeah, yeah. It's right there. Just like set it up. Yeah. Or no, I just think point. that like possibly we can do better than Cheap Creature for like it's, our it's, one last movie we watched is together. A for, like, very Hey, I tell you what. I'm still I, traumatized by the one and only first time that I watched Sheet Reader with you. That I was think horrifying. I watched it once or twice. Yeah, it was fucked up. Like, it was. I mean, it was just. Mermaids, but it confirms everything I've always said about how evil mermaids are. Well, it's true. I, I I made it for like when I'm teaching in Korea and stuff. I made a handout for the children about <clears throat> um, mermaids and about the history of mermaids and what like kind of like because Korea has mythical beasts and creatures too, like the Gumiho, which means mm-hmm. nine-tailed fox. <laughs> and the nine-tailed fox is basically a woman's ghost who turns into a fox. And then, mm-hmm. like, she turns into a human, beautiful woman, but she has nine tails. Hmm. Okay, and she seduces a man, but when she seduces him, she kills him and eats his liver. Mm-hmm. And she eats a thousand livers, she can become a beautiful woman again. Just like, and she'll, she'll be, like, alive again. If yeah. She, but a thousand is, like, a lot, though. She's pretty hot, though. Still, that's like a lot. Yeah, you it know, could couple, still take a long weeks time. in home day. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so were the children traumatized? About well, I mean, they were surprised because they thought like they know the Little Mermaid, the and mermaid so they thought mermaids stuff. were nice, which is a lie. Yeah, mermaids like, are mean, not nice at all. There were stories in ancient Britain about mermaids singing from the uh, from the. From they the sing river. from the rocks and then well, like they like lure you from, to your death. No, but not on not for sailors. In the There's river. a lot of rocks in the, in the river. There, there was a man who thought he saw a beautiful woman drowning in the river. So he walks over to the river, and then she, when he comes closer, she kind of tries to grab for him or something, and so he runs away. And his friend has warned him, "Don't go close to her. She's not a person or something like that." And then, like, um, after he lunges away, she can't get him anymore, and she says. Uh, Ah, I'm a mermaid and I would have dragged you to your death over here, but you got away. Hashtag mermaids are the worst. They're they're dangerous. Let's just keep it real. Yeah. I mean, Ariel's sisters were thrilled when like dead sailors were floating down and stuff, like, right? This is some freaky stuff. I always thought, like, frankly, I always thought that the um the blonde sister with I think the red bra was hotter than Ariel. <laughs> I don't know. Just, I, <laughs> When I was a kid, that was a very was a, specific. When I was a kid, that was a thing. Can anyone in the audience make a meme out of that? Go. <laughs> Real talk. When I was a kid, I was like, oh "Yeah, God. but her sister needs a bigger part." <laughs> wow. <laughs> make podcast, bitch. <laughs> best ha- hashtag best podcast ever. I haven't had a better one. <laughs> You guys listen to that song like Three Birds or something? Three Little Birds? Yeah. You mean like the Bob Marley song, the yeah. classic? You need I to play that now and cut that into the episode. I will. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. But so don't I'm, don't get us demonetized though. Won't because I won't do it on YouTube. Okay. I'll have a YouTube and a non YouTube version. Or didn't you tell me that you could just like tone it up or tone it down and then you can like not Yeah, but that's like, like no, not tone it up, speed it up or slow it down. No, because I showed you that video and you oh, said that no, they had like they had pitched it up, but that means it goes by faster. But, like, I honestly didn't notice, because I have no I idea, noticed. Like, but I didn't notice those songs sounded regular to me. Don't worry about the thing. They did not sound like that. <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. Okay, so I watch all these YouTube videos, and, like, I've, like, been thinking about making some videos myself. Like, I've made a few, but I want to make some more. 
but I need music to do it. And I was trying to show... I find artists that... But what I was saying is that some of the very popular YouTubers that I watch use like facsimiles. It's facsimiles, but but I'm saying that me, a person that like doesn't have a very good ear, those songs sound normal to me. Do you think your audience is like you? No, but like at the same time, I mean, no one thinks that they are as crazy as anyone else thinks that they are. Like I like (laughs) (laughs) like I. Like, I think that, like, to me, like, what I hear sounds normal to me, so I'm like, this is normal. <laughs> well, that's all any of us can do. Right. <laughs> you guys not be speaking gibberish. I don't know. No. Well, okay. So, She Creature. She Creature is so traumatizing, I never need to see it again because that one guy has like I'm, a already, slow eye. I'm already fully convinced that mermaids are evil. Yeah. Okay. But you told me that you have never seen Hocus Pocus. Mm I haven't seen it. Wow. And okay, Hocus Pocus is like not good. Hocus but Pocus it is, is like a scarring movie. It is like the quintessential like Halloween movie of our time. Yeah. And like especially of like every woman your age loves Every this woman movie. of our age loves this movie. Like this is like you should watch this because this like official movie women will ni- like you more when you tell them this that you're This is you the official this movie of nineteen eighty four, BTW. Yes. Am I wrong? There are Hocus Pocus drinking games. I'm guaranteed there are. Hmm. I just drank through the whole thing till I forget I watched Hocus Pocus. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> no, Hocus Pocus is a real thing. It's a re- it's really happening. It's like, a terrible you guys should get a- No, but no one will watch it with me and it's so sad. Because Maybe I should get more like female friends. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, wait, just to on. watch Hocus gotta... Pocus with you? That seems like a winning one-sided friendship they're at. <laughs> yes, that is. Hold on. Like, looks like Ireland just got hit by a hurricane. Yeah. Ireland? That's not normal. Pretty much. <laughs> is the whole world actually are we do we just not well, know yet that we are in fact living in the climate change right is a is a Chinese hoax okay I'm just saying Everybody's Northern California saying is burning up in there were all these horrible hurricanes I and think, then there was like an earthquake I think God is just earthquake. God's just punishing us for voting for Trump I didn't do it fair enough <laughs> a member of Pussy Riot is dating somebody on the far right well, that's upsetting the whole like dating the far right thing it's all about we've talked about this before how people get so far left that they swing around and start holding hands with the far right Mm -hmm. it's a very dark area where the two areas finally meet you guys want to talk about k-pop sure i mean i know nothing about k-pop but i'm excited to hear about it welcome to your education Okay, we're going to start with Big Bang, Majimakitsa. This means the final goodbye. This is one of the first songs that was hugely popular 10 years ago when I got there. I'm about to edit this out too. Legal reasons. Well, then let's not talk about it if you're going to have to edit it out. Let's talk more about movies that we can include in the podcast. We need some material that you can actually publish. Um, well, I mean, on the topic of horror movies, is there anything we haven't covered that's, like, well, important? Rob Zombie. Yes, we should talk about that. Do you think he's a good director? Hmm? He is now. He is now? Yeah. He wasn't then? Are you saying, is Rob Zombie a director? A good director. Oh, well, good, I don't, I don't know, good. He made some memorable and significant pieces that were not bad. 
He apparently owns every horror movie that's ever been made. Yeah, so I mean, I think he is an example of a super fan who then had enough money and, you know, maybe connections. They then were able to bridge the gap between being super fan to then, like, making something. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, in the case of the Halloween movies, remaking something. But you said that his direction of the Halloween movies was inspired. To a certain extent, yes. Especially as it related to rendition of the song Love Hurts. I thought that was very, like, I thought his use of the song Love Hurts in the first Halloween Halloween movie was, while maybe, like, overarchingly flawed, it worked in the film. Why was it flawed? There were a lot of problems. I mean, it implied so much about the character of Michael Myers, whereas in the original Halloween movies... We don't know anything about Mike Myers. We just know that he was, like, a small child that was, in like, murderous. Whereas Rob Zombie made his own attempt to kind of build a backstory about how, you know, he had, like, a troubled, you know, unsettling life. And then mm-hmm. he was, like, murdery. Which I think was good and bad. I think it was good in the sense that he tried to give us a backstory where the original Halloween movie didn't. And of course, you wonder, you know, what's the backstory here? Yeah. But bad in the sense that I think maybe Mike Myers is scarier if he's like a normal little boy from like a normal happy family that just one day decides to murder. It's sort of less scary if it's like, oh, he was like a tween and like he had an unhappy life and his stepdad was like kind of like abusive physically and his mom was like a stripper and he felt bad about that and then he was like murder. That's a little bit less, even though it's, like, good because it gives us an explanation, which, of course, we want to know more. We want to know more about who Mike Myers is. It's bad because it's, like, that seems like kind of a weak, obvious explanation. It's more and, creepy. And it, plays into, and it plays into Rob Zombie's predilections, right? Yes. Which basically, it's, it's like zombie strippers. Yes, which is really, really, it's all just an excuse to have his wife be stripping and then be murdered. Yeah. But... <laughs> She's in a lot of his movies. But I think ultimately it's scarier if it's just like a happy family and a normal little boy who murders rather than being like a teenager that's like sad because his mom's like a stripper and his dad like hits him or something and then he's like well, murdering. I think, well, it's like a stepdad or something, but yeah, like, I mean, I don't know. I think there's two types of serial killers. The ones who swear their parents never did anything wrong and those be like the ones whose like parents were doing other things. But um, we we talked earlier a little bit about like Rob Zombie as a director and stuff, and talking about his whole oeuvre. But what we were talking about while you were in the bathroom was, um, do you remember in that first Halloween movie when they play that Love Hurts song? Mm-hmm. When like the mom can't take him to her treating because she has to go like dance mm-hmm. in the pole or whatever. I thought that song, even though even though I think the whole story arc that they were building on was ultimately flawed, as I've just discussed, mm-hmm. I thought that song was masterfully used. And, like, perfect and, timing for, like, how it was cut with, like, scenes. The saving grace, the saving grace for me of the Halloween series has always been the use of music. Because, um, like, in the... He's like... 
This is another movie that Robert <laughs> refused to watch with me, so... Well, yeah, the original, the original Halloween, with me. they used Blue Oyster's Colts, um, Don't Fear the Reaper, masterfully. Like, perfectly. Like, if I heard that song, I would have thought, this should be in, like, a 1970s serial killer flick. And it basically was with the original Halloween. Like, the babysitter's driving to the house, and, like, that song is playing on the right, radio. Right, and it's like, you know, maybe That's she like, this, this, this is song, so 1970s. Right, it's perfect. That was a very popular story. It was well used in that movie. And I think, like, that's the thing that separates a good movie from a great movie is the soundtrack sometimes, you know? you got to know when to play that track a certain way, right? Yes. So. Play that track. But, like, unsurprisingly, Rob Zombie, a musician coming into the Pretty situation, true. knew how to well use music. Real talk. Yeah. No. After that, I think things spiraled out of control, though. Well... I mean, like, Halloween's going to go a certain way. I think, like, I mean, I, th- I felt like he, like, you know, he tried to make, like, the killer a little bit too much like himself. He's like, he's got long hair. Like me, like Rob Zombie. You know, like, this is me, you know? <laughs> it's kind of like... Yeah, it's like, no, dude, Okay, yeah, he likes <laughs> heavy rock and he, you know, I don't know. Yeah, but, I mean, he, he didn't do a bad job. No, he, he didn't. He did not do really a bad didn't. He didn't do a bad job in a way. In a manner of speaking, but I guess the girl that like Scout Taylor, whatever, that girl from those movies, like kind of went crazy and like ran away from home or something. In real life, in Wait, real who? life, before or after the movies, after who? maybe. Who? Wow. The girl that played oh, the once you once you meet Jackie, Tree, the Jamie Lee Curtis character. Who? Where? The Rob, the girl from the Rob Zombie movies that what played. Was her name? It's like Scout Taylor Compton or something like that. Went crazy? I don't know if she went crazy or she just like had like a personal breakdown or like she wasn't you know she ran away from home and was like not doing so well and like I don't know. <laughs> and then she wasn't in any more movies, so I assume things aren't going great for her. <laughs> well Maybe they're going better than ever. <laughs> better assuming. than ever. <laughs> okay. Alright. So what what it, Ash we were Slate also to talk a little bit about the Devil's Rejects and yes. the, what was the other one? The House of a Thousand Corpses? I think House of a Thousand Corpses might have come before Devil's Rejects. That's probably true. Or wait, I can't actually remember which of those is first. That one sounds is, right. One comes before the other because it's like... I think House of, House of a Thousand Corpses came the first, first because one. they escaped okay. from the House of a Thousand Corpses and then as they're driving away, the people driving away are the Devil's Rejects. Because they're the rejects from the House of a Thousand Corpses. I don't remember the That's how I saw it. <laughs> I just mean, like, I remember scenes of extraordinary violence. I think, like, some people, and this is in the vaguest terms, but also because like, I kind of only sort of remember this. I think, like, some people accidentally go to the House of a Thousand Corpses. And it's, like, very died, scary. Right? No, because, well, maybe they all die, but, like, some of the corpses that escape. Corpses, I'm saying, and they're not really corpses, they're people, but we, like they're weird. We would almost have to really watch them. We but we're not them. going to. So we're going to have to, like, we're just going to have to imagine what happens. We could, like, make it like an international movie club. <laughs> you ever think about that? But like, you we say what. You wouldn't watch House of a Thousand Corpses. It's a, it's a fucked up horror movie, no doubt. And Rob Zombie, as we talked about, has got his issues with women. Yeah. <laughs> he does. Not maybe not a good person. It's not a secret. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> but yeah. But he's a he's a director. He's not a perfect director, but he does 
his thing, and it often works out to the degree that he wants it to work out, I think. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's not as bad as it could be. That I've fun, seen many worse horror movies. The fun guy from The House of a Thousand Corpses does, like, engagements where he goes to, like, horror conventions and, like, signs autographs for, like, $20 a pop. Yeah, it's, like, well, not surprising. The Juggalos are trying to tell everybody they're not a terrorist organization, also. One of my guests on the podcast, Nathan Raven, spoke at the Juggalo March in Washington. Wow. Oh, wow. Stroke spoke, uh, spoke fake with a power. Yeah. <laughs> His argument is that in child custody cases, it is significant that the FBI considers <laughs> juggalos a... This is a common concern for juggalos. It is. <laughs> Real talk. Civil rights issue for juggalos. Now, are, are you talking about the people that are like in the ICP or like... How does this relate? <laughs> they're not in the band itself. They're just fans. They're, they're just wearing the makeup. They're just juggling. Mitchell, they, stop they, acting like you don't know who I'm talking though, about. Why are they called juggalos? It's their self-designation. Well, but no, why? I was, what? I was with a good friend named Jonathan Wilcox. I, that's where is I heard the like, juggalos too. But is yeah. juggalo question? Chicken okay. Weed, going As a chicken. person who's <laughs> coming coming into this not with a lot of information, I have some questions. Okay. Santa Claus is a is, fat bitch. Is yeah. Juggalo a, a combination of like juggling like a clown would do and Gigolo like a male prostitute? I never thought of it that way, but that's, that's the only thought that I've had. You're right. <laughs> you could be wrong. But that's what I that's where my mind goes, not really having any prior information to like the situation here. You could be you could be correct. I'm not gonna say you're not. <laughs> I'm just saying. I haven't thought about that deeply. <laughs> well, if that's not true, explain to me what is the etymology of the name Juggalo. That's a that's a that's a question for another. Um, Would you say what's the, that's that's a question for Bob, the sages get, to ponder for the ages? Get Tila Tequila on the podcast. Why? Speaking though so of horrifying clowns. Is. None of us have seen the new It movie, have we? No. I, I want to see it, but like I'm also scared to. You know, this is this is another thing for that um, podcast we're ostensibly doing about the scary movies, which is that because I live by myself in Korea, I often opt not to watch the latest horror movies. Even it's like too, you're like too it's afraid. It's pretty intense. Something. It's pretty intense. Like I watched a movie. We watched uh, Jew on the Grudge. That, that's the newest grudge movie, right? Newest? I don't know. It was like 2004. Now, how is, how closely is this like tied to the original movies, or is it just like a new grudge against like new people? I don't know. It didn't have uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer in it, though. Well, then that's all I need to know. I'm not watching it. Okay. But, no, it was the original Japanese. But um, she, she said, uh, at the, a certain point, the movie got too scary. She said, creepy. Oh, it's too creepo. And creepo was a new word invented then the movie was too creepo to watch. So. But I think that it movie is kinda of like the new hotness in like the horror, you know, situation film. Is there a lot of money in a very short time? Many people have spoken about seeing it on Facebook. I'm gonna see Blade Runner in twenty forty nine and then at some point I'll see it. I've never seen any Blade Runner. Really? Mm-hmm. The original is like, you know, a classic, man. I enjoyed it a lot. We watched it for one of my film classes, so like I got when, to see it on the big screen, which really. I mean, we watched two thousand one Space Odyssey for my film class. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, it was it was fun too. It was like they spent <laughs> okay. twenty minutes on the Great Apes, though. Yeah, it's like oh, he throws a bone in the air and it's a spaceship. I get it. <laughs> that was pretty wild though, because like that was the part that made you think like, wow, we came from this to this, you know. 
And Hal's like, you may not know from the pod made doors. I haven't and then seen suddenly you're in like sorry, a weird war in this car that was like mm-hmm. a horrible nightmare. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie in the completion yet, but I've watched half of it. I didn't well, see you should probably was. finish the rest half. The first. You didn't even see the end? No, not yet. Was it was a slow bad. movie. I it watched, was, I, I, I've got the Russian version of Solaris, if you guys want to check that out sometime. I, you know, I've already seen the one version of Solaris, so that was enough for me. No, it was such a good movie. I love the one with, uh... I remember you liking that movie a lot, but I, I don't know. I was, like... I like it. I like it. George Clooney one. George Clooney and what's that one's name? It wasn't terrible, but it just wasn't, like... No, it something the soundtrack to, like, was outstanding. Have you seen Moon? Yeah, it was okay. It was a height. But Sam Rockwell, who was that? Oh, we liked that, didn't we? Mm-hmm. I should have like, forgotten about it, though. He had, like, Korean writing on the company's name or something. It was, like, Sarang, which means, like, love or something. Or I forget what the company's name was a Korean name anyways. I don't know. I think we recently saw a very disappointing space travel movie. What was that one, Life? With, like, Jake Gyllenhaal and who else I had was the, that? I had the option to watch that on the plane ride over here, but I didn't it was, like, not so good. Why? Yeah, that one, you remember that one where they find, like, the dirt that grows into, like, a small alien, but then it, like, eats the guy and it gets to be, like, a bigger alien and then it, like, destroys their whole ship and then they're, like, sad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we got a float in space for eternity. Like, a few weeks ago. Oh, man. You don't remember this? I I promise you remember this. It had Jake Gyllenhaal and, like, some other people on it. Jake Gyllenhaal? Who else was in it? Like someone else that was like recognizable. Was um, Samuel was it like, Jackson in that or no? No, was it like Josh Brolin or something? No, it wasn't. Where they built the tree inside the. No, you're thinking of passengers. That's where they I mean the tree Real inside talk. the spaceship. Passengers. I saw that with my Chinese girlfriend. Yeah. It was traumatizing. It was sad. It was. It was a decent movie. I liked the concept though. The concept was all it was about. And like you know. <laughs> he did space murder her though, and she should not have forgiven him. How? Although she kind of, she was basically raped forever by like having to forgive him so that she could like live with him because like that was her best option. It's like once, once like too late. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yeah, she forgave him, but only because that was like the only best option available to her after he like space murdered her by like waking her up when he like wasn't well, supposed to. She gets to live a complete life, just not where she paid to live. <laughs> She was, going to be, she was going for a stupid reason anyway. And I yeah, said that I mean, as a journalist. Her reason for going was, <laughs> was really stupid. What was the she reason? wanted okay. Her whole stupid reason for going was that she was like going to go and be the first journalist to go and come back and then write about it. And it's like really depressing when you're. It's whole like you like yeah. Your whole family said all your friends like she had like a sad video. She Their watched all her friends a, being a, like goodbye, exclusive for her. Goodbye. But it's, it's like exclusive. no one you know. No, no one else is going to do this. No one you know is going to be, like, alive when you come back. Yeah. So, like, do you not like any of your friends or family? Like... Yeah. It was fucked up. But she... I, I still think he space murdered her, and the fact that she had to I still think I would have done it, like, like, six months earlier. <laughs> Real talk. No. <laughs> no. Ash, seriously, you're going to stay on the spaceship your whole life for 90 years until you die? You don't know if you fall asleep in your own vomit, you're gonna die because there's nobody. There's probably good people refrigerated all around. <laughs> yeah, but he still shouldn't have like space murdered her slash space sexual assault because I mean she only is going to be in a relationship with him obviously because it's her best choice. I mean she doesn't want to be like alone for the rest of her life. Well, so she, she got to the future like, and realized there was the perfect guy. It could have been. <laughs> 
I mean, luckily it was Chris Pratt, but like still. Well, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. Still unfair that he like forced her into a situation where she had to like make unfair that. Unfair or movie. very okay. fortunate. Okay, but Can it be both? Ash, <laughs> let's keep it real, though. He waited for like a year or two. I mean. He yeah, but just for a year or two while he like wrestled really with his excited. own like slight qualms about. <laughs> I'm saying if there's a hot chicken breathing. You know what she should have done? What? This would have been very wrong, so she probably shouldn't have really done this. Put him back in the space pod? She should have just like siphoned him out into space or whatever, and then woken up somebody else, someone hotter even, (laughs) and then just not ever told them that she had space murdered them so they would actually think that they woke up by accident and then be with her and be happy forever. Is this feminism? <laughs> no, because <laughs> don't tell her what she. It would be immoral for her to do that. So you know, no. It was just as moral, immoral for a man. He feels the right to do that. Yeah, but I'm saying she was more moral, so she couldn't do it because she knows what it's like to be perpetrated against, and therefore she cannot perpetrate against others. Sure, sure, Meanwhile, he's women. like, "Well, it's too bad that I space Mass murdered you, it. but I guess it worked out okay." <laughs> <laughs> You're, you're assuming a lot about her. I, no, I'm just saying. We, she we was know not a lot in the situation her. that you're describing. If she was in the situation you're describing, maybe she would have made it of her choice. No, I'm saying she could have chosen. You're really going to live your entire life alone when you could just pull the lever at any time? No, I'm saying he could. she could have decided to murder Chris Pratt and wake up somebody else. That's what I'm saying. That would require her to murder. Yeah, but she. I mean, that's why I'm saying she's more moral than Chris because he murdered, she did not. Well, I mean... Do you think it's fair, the fact that he murdered her and then well, she murders him? Okay, no. let's, let's slow down our definitions here a little bit. unfair. She didn't, he didn't murder anybody. He just woke somebody up into a life before they were expected to be woken up. But he deprived her of the chance to get to know anyone but him. They could have woken up more people if she wanted, probably. Yeah, but that would just be like that would just be like committing crimes against more people. (laughs) (laughs) All this moral relativism was driving me crazy. (laughs) My 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 vacation was already ruined. Okay, let's assume that she is a moral person. She can't wake up anybody else because that would be wrong. Yeah, but they that one guy woke up, like the the guy, like the captain or whatever. How do you know the life they would have? Yeah, but then he was like. Die. How do you know so, the life they would have had when they got to the planet would have been better than what they would have experienced on the ship? But it was the life the that they Maybe the for. ship is like the much Martian. better. But you're assuming that the planet is great. No, I'm assuming yes, you they are. decided to. You can't, you no, can't say this is better I've, or worse. I've played I'm Mass Effect Andromeda, and I know that the planet is not always great. No, I'm saying choice. Whether the planet is great or not, they had made the choice to go to the planet. Okay, they didn't make the choice to live their whole life on spaceship. Okay, but listen. You say the word killed, and you're also assuming... That the world ahead is better than the world of present. Well, but Ash, like you don't know, know that. Ash, Ash, I want to know just like what would you do though? You've been awake for one or two or three years. Are you saying I'm Chris Pratt in this situation? Pretty much. Well, yeah, no, you're Ash Burgess, but this is the but situation. You've been awake for three years, and there's not a single. Apparently, Rob Burgess is nowhere near. <laughs> yeah, apparently, he's still. He's Rob Burgess is in cryo. Do you push the button? Well, I hope you would put the button for me. To wake you up? So you, you want, want me to wake you up on the ship? 
Do you want me to Maybe. wake up and have you be dead for a hundred years? I guess that's the question. Would you rather Real wake up talk. at the time that you planned and Why get to live on a new then? planet? No, but I, no, I'm just at, let me ask the whole question, <laughs> then you can answer. I signed up to spend my life with you. Here are your two questions. Okay, so you would rather spend your life with me on the spaceship than your life without me on the planet? You know how devastating it would be to wake up and find out you've been dead for a long time? That would be really upsetting. She, she Not a, just like a little, but I don't know, like a, a long time. Like nobody remembers you. She has a grandchild with Chris Pratt. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> Ew. Doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ridiculous premise. But yeah, but I. But okay. You, you want to spend your life alone and have me be alive this is hundreds not this of years later. This no, but when this, I'm on a theoretical planet, this good or bad. No, but this is not the same question because, of course, I would wake you up, but you already like chosen to be married to me and live your life with me, which supersedes your choice to live on the planet. So obviously, I would assume you want to live with me, so we live together on the spaceship. That's totally different than like if I've never met you before and I just like see you asleep in your pod and think that you're like attractive and then decide to like wake you up. She's hot. That's totally different. Chad, yeah. you're a single man weighing on this. I think like yeah, with your spouse, it's a no brand. You gotta wake them up. I mean like. But that's a sad different because they have like chosen to be with you, so of course they want you to wake them up. Even with your unless you hate your spouse, there's really no reason to do it. Mm. Yeah, but I'm saying like you just have to wake them up. You have the right to assume that your spouse. Every day you waste not waking them up is a is a fight you're gonna have after you. You don't have the right to assume that a hot stranger wants to be woken up to like be with you. Oh, don't include that. Seriously, like this episode, you mean twenty minute bits? I think the whole discussion of the movie Passengers should be included. What is Passengers? The movie we've been talking about. (laughs) <laughs> okay, yeah, oh yeah. Just out, lady. How's that variety pack? It was it was a controversial movie. Like, I mean it's... You know, it was it was one of those movies that is like in previews styled as a romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. Or not a comedy, but like a romantic drama, I guess. Although here's what I want to talk about. Did you not think that the whole relationship between the passengers and the bartender was an homage to The Shining. I guess the whole I could bar see and the bartender seemed exactly like the whole Shining situation. Yeah, but I mean, he was a robot. In The Shining, it was like a ghost or something. Yeah, right? but it was still, it felt very similar. Still inhuman. Yeah. It's an inhuman bartender that's then like quietly pushing the humans to like do certain things that move the plot along. Yeah. In, like, an eerily nice yet deserted bar scenario. It was a creepy moment. Yeah, definitely. Like, you don't be, like, the only guy bringing in a bar talking to a robot in the middle of space, like, billions of light years from anywhere. Although the robot did totally betray him eventually, so. Yeah, well, he had it coming, maybe. Yeah, I mean, but, 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 here, but that raises more questions, because did the robot betray him by accident? Because robots just can't know, you know, what to say and what not to say? Or did the robot betray him on purpose because the robot had some sort of moral compass and secretly I thought, was I thought like the robot was to, programmed like, like one you have to protect one customer from another customer probably. because the robot totally like told that girl yeah. you know that he space murdered her I'm so. reading Starship Troopers how is Robert, that going? Robert A. Heinlein yeah I'm, I'm like is he like and also I have something exciting to tell you about his call sign I listened to the audio book of that once is it, have I called you Bob a lot on the podcast? 
All the time? Probably. Like, yeah, it's like, I'm always giving people names. The first time you try to be like, hey, Rob. And then, like, every other time, you're like, bah, 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 bah. hold on a second. Donald Trump's an asshole, okay? First, I understand this. <laughs> no, but, like, before I met you, he'd always talked about you as Bob. I always just called him Bob. A much less attractive name. Rob or Bob? Bob. I, I feel like Bob is much less attractive than Rob. Hmm. Maybe just it's a generational thing. Like, I feel like Bob is, like, a dad, and Rob is, like, someone of our, like, contemporary. (laughs) Yes, but I'm saying, like, (laughs) our contemporary versus, like, someone older than us. Okay. I don't know. I think, like, I've never had, like, Bob is a common name, but I've never known many people named Bob, actually. Because they're all, like, older than us. (laughs) And so are the Robs. Rob is a crime. (laughs) It's true. It's like you're stealing something. <laughs> no. Massive edits. No, but it's a, it's a fine name and obviously very popular. So many, yeah, many people. so many good things about it. Many people have endorsed it. A lot of people are saying it. Yeah, everybody's talking about it. Well, that's a good name. <clears throat> what else do we want to talk about, Asher? Well, I mean, do we want to try to, like, go, like, still on theme with the scary movies, or have we drifted too far? Because we're talking about Passengers. Okay. And now, where do we go? scary Sci-fi. It's not really scary, but it's a space. There's a very good, Final there's a very good scary sci-fi game called, um... Oh, no. Dead Space. <laughs> no. Dead Space. It's no. an amazing game. You wouldn't believe it. I believe you. It's kind of like... I believe you because I will never be playing this, so I'm just going to take your word for it. All right, so you're a guy. Ash wants to talk you're about space, movies. You're like a space... Um, what can we say? Like an electrician or sort of... You're kind of like a construction worker in uh-huh. space. And your girlfriend is off on some distant like space um, um, station. Okay. But... The space station goes dead, and you're sent to help repair the communication equipment. But when you get closer, you find out that everybody on the station went crazy and died. Oh, no. Including your girlfriend, it seems like. That's true. Might, although she might still be alive somewhere on the station. <laughs> okay, so you go on the station with your, like, like your lecturing gears. And you've got a, Electrian? Like a, electrian gears? Is that, like, an official term like, for the tools of an electrician? In this game, your weapons are a bunch of, like, like construction equipment, basically, okay. in space. Okay. You're going through this whole spaceship where, like, these dead people are coming back with, like, he- like sharp bone spikes growing out of their arms and legs and stuff like that. They're attacking you and so stuff. So, like, the mutants? Pretty much. They're ghost mutants, basically. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and you're going through there, like, and they, they, you, you learn pretty quickly in the game that shooting them in the center torso area is not the best way to stop them. It's to cut off the limbs so they can't climb toward you as fast. It's fucking freaky. But... You keep finding videos from your ex-girlfriend, your dead girlfriend or whatever, and then finally you get attacked by Wait, is she by your ex-girlfriend or your dead girlfriend? Because there's a dead, huge difference there. She's your dead girlfriend, there. basically. But she... she your but you're, you were, like, widowed. Well, had you broken up before she died? It's a... No, they were still together, and he goes to, like, try to find her on the station, and he keeps finding videos from her, but it turns out so she's... So I wouldn't say she's the ex-girlfriend. She's the deceased girlfriend. Yeah, eventually she attacks, and it's fucking... I mean, like... <laughs> This game is... Maybe she should be your ex She doesn't sound very good. I tell you, I swear to God, you guys, like, you gotta play Dead Space is an unamazing game. And all three episodes in the whole series are beautiful stories. It's amazing. 
it's a great game. Okay. Like, I mean, like the first game is all about him and his ex-girlfriend. And then, like, in the second game, he's been committed as a crazy person, but he breaks out. And then a breakout of this alien virus <coughs> turns people into these creatures with these, like, <coughs> attacking things for their legs. And it, like, hits a nursery, too. It's, it's insanity. All right, I'm going to segue... Do you remember when we all lived together and you cry chopped a bunch of pumpkins in the parking lot in yes. front of our house? Seasonally specific. Like I think I hit one a couple times and it like cracked in the middle or something, so eventually it wasn't like like I did one clean chop and it went all the way through the But you were in what belt in Taekwondo at this point? I don't even remember. See, I went to a couple Taekwondo events with you and I did notice there were several people with like creepy Steven Seagal ponytails in your like in your group. Real talk. <laughs> they were only creepy to you because you're not attracted to Steven Seagal. That's true. I mean, no, and there that, are. That's only specific who... to her, insofar as no women are attracted to Steven Seagal. <laughs> I think Steven Seagal's wife probably would take umbrage to that comment. No, she would take a, a prenuptial agreement. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> I'm sure there are several. <coughs> no, there was Steven just a Seagal story the other day. Steven Seagal, like they said that he like brought this Hispanic woman up to his room and was like oh, trying no. to get a personal this audition for, so to play opposite him in a certain movie. It was like a chemistry test or something like this. Oh, Real talk. Like, he's in all kinds of trouble right now. And, so what you're saying basically is that Steven Seagal, big weirdo, okay, not, a, not a very a good Russian person. M- music video. Steven Seagal, creep, creep, creep. <laughs> Two on the next. Oh no! All right, well let's let's segue from the we'll take that iPad away. Karate chopping pumpkins to um your harrowing visit to pumpkin patch today. It was a lot of work. Can you take the photo away? Oh, does it affect the recording? Yes. Oh, hopefully it blocked out everything I said. <laughs> Like an invisible shield. Okay, so wait. The pumpkin patch. Yes. I got three Facebook updates. That sounds few. But you were at the pumpkin patch today as a single man. Well, I mean, to, to give a little context to the situation, we all at one time were in like a very similar place in our lives. Childless. Single childish college students now you and i are a married couple with two children and you on the other hand are a single adult man with no children children. no responsibilities i'm not saying you have no responsibilities but you have no children yeah it's it's a different situation yes it's a different situation so we've gone from living inside this similar situation to living in two very different situations and now that you're visiting us, you've, of course, come with us to the pumpkin patch. I've been to the proverbial pumpkin patch. Yes. Although, we all went to a pumpkin patch together years ago when we were in college. But we were childless. We were childless. Together. We were not together, you and no. I. But he was with a he girl. He was with was a girl. With a lady. Who, yeah, lady. who I think... I think he broke up with her soon after or something. That was it's, was that related, unrelated? I don't. Did I break up with her? Or did she? Break I don't up think with that me? you're. I think she went crazy and then you felt it necessary to break up with her. <laughs> I don't remember. That's the way I remember it. It was a harrowing visit to the pumpkin patch, and in, in, in other ways, a lot of, it's emotional. You know, it's yeah. that time of year. 
You couldn't I find mean, the perfect pumpkin seemed, and you left that one. I remember you spending a lot of time looking for the right pumpkin. I, I remember wanting really to leave yeah. for a lot of it. And but you then it was just still not happening. letting us leave because you had to find the perfect pumpkin. Really? And you then, would go through like a corn maze and we were yes. in the corn maze for like a really, really, You were like, really follow the inside time. track and we're like, Chow, we've been here for like three hours. <laughs> like, we I just don't remember <laughs> I literally don't remember. <laughs> and then the woman that you were with called crying on your phone like three days later. Yeah, that was and dramatic. Yeah, it was all over. And you were like, I should not have brought this woman to the pumpkin patch. <laughs> I'll bring you to the pumpkin patch. <laughs> as, as 50 Cent said. But there was a lot of crying at our most Candies. recent visit to the pumpkin patch as well. Yes, but it was mostly over children. Yes, well, I mean, we have a three-year-old. So. Yes. As as you said, you know, transitions are hard for them. Yeah. yeah. You're having so much fun. <laughs> it's in it's this a crime. sad situation because you bring them to like the place they're having a lot of fun, but you know that the it's gotta end at some point. When the fun ends, how do we react? Well, and even well. like one fun thing to the next, they don't want to go. So it's like we're in this draw pile and they just want to stay forever. It's like, it's like we need to move to the park. They play with like, the chickens, they want to stay forever. We're trying to like go pick the pumpkin, but they're just like, no, I don't want to go. But then they're you're like, the I don't want to You're in the, the hay bale maze and yeah. you never want to leave. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, we think about that like the children's mind is like not able to capable of um, processing the memory too long ago. I think about us, too. We want to stay in situations as humans. Yeah, I mean, if you're having a great time, you want to just live in that great time forever. You don't want to think it has to, like, come to a close. But doesn't the fact that you've experienced separate great times at several different locations prove that but we know that But we know that because like children, we've yeah. experienced a lot of great times, so we know, like, this great time will end, but we'll have another great time in the future. They just know, like, I'm having a great place. time right now. I need to, like, hold on to this. For as long as possible. <laughs> yes. It's a it's a hard situation. I mean, like it's hard to. I don't know. Change is the hardest part. But the strangest thing was that we ran into like people you knew at the pumpkin patch, like unexpectedly. That was that was very surprising. Not it, what I expected. It was surprising because I mean, while we're still in the same state, we're in like a totally different town, and like. What. Where you knew those people from. Mm. Donald Trump without a wig and a fake tan, people. It's That's just, not real. No. It, it's That's from, like it's from one of our friends from high school who joined the military. Mm. Wait, <laughs> she says, okay. Politics aside, y'all, he looks like he's going to yell, get off my lawn at some kids. And I love it. <laughs> but we she talk- loves it. She's like, I wish yeah. that he was my grandpa so that he could be here for Thanksgiving dinner with us. Oh. But, Chad, <laughs> back to the situation at hand. Hmm. Um, Colin Kaepernick still doesn't have a job. That was what my column was about this week. Can you not say it? Really? Okay. Um, if you meet a woman and her price of admission for you is that she wants a kid, what do you need to say? Even if. Let's say it's not now. Let's say it's five years from now. You're still single. You meet a woman. She's very appealing to you. And she's like, I really want to get married and have a child right away. (laughs) And she's the... Your ideal woman. Just, she's think, just like close your eyes the best picture, woman you've ever been yeah. with and like picture, better than you think you'd like find woman. again. Yeah, she can have a kid, I guess. <laughs> she but it'll be your kid, kid too. Huh? She can have a but kid. But it's going to be your kid too. You're I mean, how to how like involved are we going to be in this trial, Chad? Oh, 
no. She expects to be like. <laughs> she doesn't know yet. He says. <laughs> I'm saying like she's like you have to like do this with me. Yes or no? No. Well, I don't know. Well, I mean, like the ideal woman, yeah, you can do anything for that. Life is hard though. Relationships. Well, what know. do you think about? We're asking about children. Mm, that's eighteen years, as Kanye once said. Mm. <laughs> I don't want to speak for Asher, but I think it's more than eight it's, years. It's forever. It's forever. Yeah. Jesus. I don't think you ever get away from never. You will never <laughs> relax again. No. But it's worth it. I like to relax. I miss relaxing. Like, That's why I no, came on vacation. <laughs> I like relaxing and miss relaxing too, but at the same time, I can't think of anything better to not relax for than our kids. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that in my 6.30 a.m. class, but that's well, a different story. <laughs> you can quit that. I, I can hit that and quit that. Yeah. We've got to hear some funny stories from my school, perhaps. But it's funny because you teach children all day. And adults. But there are teachers that don't want to have their own children. <laughs> a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's, it's more common than you think. Do you think it's instructive? One well, of my students, I've told you guys this, they said, Wow, I understand you enoughly. I'm like, apparently you don't. Because <laughs> you said that. Hashtag. Um, very thin comb. Hashtag, I will burn well, um, these days, our president and our vice president are having, um, our vice president is like, talking to his wife is like his mother. We should save the politics for after Ash goes to bed. <laughs> is she going to spit some fire on this crack over politics? <laughs> is there anything else you want to talk about while I'm still here? Do you have any topics you prefer? Not necessarily. I mean, what's the most interesting thing we can talk about right now? We were supposed to have three episodes contiguously. Now, is this the horror movie episode, or have we segued into something else? We're Which episode is like, this? The horror episode is like ten minutes. Everything else is what we've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> horror movies. Bob. Bob. The Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that. Let's you talk hate that about movie. I do. And yet... And suddenly everyone in the room turned on me. And yet... And yet... And yet... Okay, let me explain to you why this is not a good movie. Alright. It's not that scary. I went to this movie... And where have you lived near the forest? I lived inside the forest. Yeah. There was, I've been in the forest too. There was so much build up for this movie. It was supposed to be like the scariest movie. And like the pro. Okay, here's the real problem. Nothing can ever be as scary as I will imagine it's going to be if someone tells me it's going to be really scary. So, like, I went to this movie thinking this will be scary beyond my wildest dreams of like what could be frightening. Okay. I expect it to be like so scared that I wouldn't be able to handle it. Like so scared that like, you know, I would like leap out of my skin. So scared that I would be like, I can't even take this movie. I'm just like petrified. And so I was just like watching the movie waiting to be like more scared. 
and I waited and I waited and waited. And I was tense, though. like I was like physically tense watching this movie, waiting. I think to be the horrified. director just said mission accomplished. But just waiting to be horrified, and then I remember when the movie ended, the the moment when the movie kind of just like cuts off and ends, being like, "Man, the tape oh. died." And I was like, "Oh, that's it." Oh, okay. That was huh. not I That's it, really. <laughs> It was a freaky-ass movie. Like, there was recently a YouTube thing where the guy went through and he said, actually, if you really paid attention to the movie, the two guys murdered the director. I mean, that's believable, sure. They, they, they talked about, like, you know, there, there was a whole breakdown. you got to, like, link to it on YouTube or something. Like, I mean, this, this guy on YouTube says, like, I mean, the whole thing was that the, the guy got his friend involved in a murder plot against his ex-girlfriend, who was the director. Mm-hmm. Or whatever and they say like the things like when who's holding the map and the map has disappeared but now it's back and all this stuff they say that all lends credence to the idea that these guys planned and murdered her and like when the one guy was downstairs like he yelled downstairs I'm down here or something and she runs downstairs that was just a direct distract from the murder that was being prepared upstairs or something. I mean that would be scarier than you gotta watch that would movie. make the movie scarier I, I might watch even, that movie. I might be really willing to rewatch that That'd just be, to be like let's scared. watch that tomorrow could we'll do see. it. I don't have it, but if you guys got it on your Netflix, it on I'm sure it's attainable. Okay. Hey. It's, it's, it's within hey, that's, your that's how they originally discovered it in the woods of Burkett, Maryland, right? It was on VHS. But no, I just, I spent that whole movie right. waiting for it to get frightening. Jesus. And it just, word. it wasn't frightening. I'm it sorry. It was not scary. frightening. This it was forest not scary. It was fucking no. scary. But like, I live in the forest. The forest is my home. Me you know what's scary is like there, the city at night. The nights are dark and the wind is long. But the city at night, there's like people there. That's scary. I'm not scared of like owls and like wild animals. <laughs> well, you got an episode and a half. <laughs> no, we need we need you to weigh in here. What are your feelings about the Blair Witch experience? I think you're wrong. But you like that movie. But okay, here's yes. here. Let's talk about where you and I diverge on what is scary and what See, is I not. This is why I shouldn't weigh in because you're going to use this as a, as a no, referendum against like, my general horror taste. You think that The Exorcist is horrifying? To me, I didn't say it would have to be for everybody. He, he's very religious. It, like for me, like things like The Exorcist. I mean, okay, the okay, the spider walk downstairs or whatever. I haven't ever watched the movie, but like. It seems like it's like... So you don't even... Yeah. <laughs> I think I've heard about The Exorcist for so okay. long before I saw it that I... Like I said, like, I can... Anything that I can imagine is going to be worse than something that I've right, already let's just, seen. Let's watch, let's watch the trailer to... To The Blair Witch Project. Okay, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, that looks scary, but I don't think the actual movie was very scary. I think it was scary. I've been it's lost in the woods before. Yeah. I'm just saying... Everything looks the same. You have no way back. You're going in circles. How do you know where you're going? That's frightening, but it also means that you have very poor navigational skills. Or somebody hit the map on purpose, right? <laughs> I threw it in the river. Even if somebody hid slash destroyed the map on purpose, you could, like, use basic navigation to, like, know that you're going in one direction. or Not if you still trust the two guys you're with to also be keeping track. Well, of that was her biggest mistake. Never trust the people with your, you're with if they're untrustworthy. But maybe she didn't know they were untrustworthy until they were lost. She had poor people skills and wasn't able to ascertain that the guys she was with were Are untrustworthy. Are you saying you never would have fallen for that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's pretty hard. 
<laughs> You're like, I'm still alive. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, once you ascertain that someone's not trustworthy, you have to like know that like you can't rely on them for like safety, like in life or death, like navigational issues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So you don't think that's a, that's a horror movie? No, I think it's a horror movie. I just it's just personally not my favorite. That's all. What about it? Don't you like the not scariness of it and the just sort of overall lameness? And I think here's what I don't like about it. I like watching horror movies that I can enjoy. Blair Witch is not enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Like, do you watch that in your home to like enjoy it? Just like personally, just kicking it. Like, if I just want to enjoy seeing you. feel like being freaked out? Yeah. But I like, like, Scream, you can enjoy watching that. Like, you could just, like, spend time watching that and, like, feel good in the end. You're, like, enjoying it. You're not going to be, like, enjoying Blair Witch. <laughs> I don't think that's necessarily true. I think it's true. But why are you feeling? You won't be having fun. Ash is saying that you can't have fun watching Blair Witch. No, I'm just saying, like, I like to watch horror movies that I'm, like, enjoying. Like, part of what I like about Scream is that while it's, like, scary and exciting and blah, blah, whatever, you enjoy watching it. Like, you can just watch it and be, like, having a good time. You're not really having a good time while you watch Blair Witch. It's a different type of horror. Yeah. I think that's fair to say. I still think the scariest horror movie I've ever seen was called Darkness. Have you, is either of you seen that? You mm-hmm. haven't watched it once. Did I make Yeah, and it was horrifying. It has Anna Paquin in it. Mm-hmm. You think that was called True Blood? No, it's called Darkness. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think it may have even been released in Asia before it was released in America. Mm-hmm. Because it, like, didn't get distribution here or something. Because mm-hmm. the copy that I saw was from that, like, Plan 9 video store, and it was, like... With like overdubbed, like it was like overdubbed, and then like with like like English subtitles. Man, people, you know, nobody knows who the Plan Nine Video Store was anymore. That's free. That was an amazing video store. Though. Isn't that around anymore? I no, assume hell no. no, hell no. Like, like a CBS took it out. Not even its new location. I, don't I think it's it. probably over. Hmm. I I haven't checked, but I've been assuming that it's not there anymore. Their right? Facebook page hasn't sent out any updates in the last couple of years. Facebook. Maybe this happened any specials lately. Did you ever think that? <laughs> Facebook. Planet Nine. No, I miss going to the video store because it wasn't just about like obtaining a film to watch. It, it was, was like a whole experience. Like you had to like travel there. Journey to the video store. Thinking about the like, movie you're gonna watch. Yeah, and then you look around and you do some like, browsing. Today, I download a movie and I don't even rock, watch it after it finishes downloading. I'm like, I'll get to it. <laughs> but later. if you pay like, three dollars for that movie, twenty minutes to the video store, I'm like, I want to watch this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, like, and then you pay, and you're gonna be fine if you like don't return it. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you watch like, it. Feel a little bit more like you know, drive. We're, to, like, make we're citizens of a society here. We gotta follow the rules. <laughs> And I don't know, I always felt like a little bit of like, I don't know, you feel like a connoisseur or something when you're like really like browsing yeah. the shelves and like thinking like, mm-hmm. what movie do I want to see for tonight? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a lost art shopping in the video store. It's, yeah. 
Yeah, Debbie Does Dallas isn't going to watch herself. (laughs) (laughs) Although the only video stores that seem to still be hanging around are the ones that have like secret slash not so secret porn sections like that family video or whatever (laughs) with their big like illuminated shaft like Make it a family. <laughs> what is that? What is that about the thing that they have on the outside of their stores? It's like kind of like the a lighted big... files. Yes. <laughs> I have not noticed this. It looks like a big lighted column, but I think it's supposed to be like a secret symbol. Drive down they 16th have like a Street bedroom chair. You'll see it. <laughs> I will. Believe me, don't think I won't. But those um, apparently are like the only <laughs> video stores that are like still doing it. So. Yeah. Still happening. Yeah, but like I don't get it though because that's the easiest thing to get online, right? Yeah, but I mean... Who wants to have it on their record? I, I assume Who it's like... Who wants to like, charge that on their MasterCard? You can pay cash. I don't know. I you mean... can pay cash on Amazon, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I've checked. <laughs> <laughs> Bob? Fine. <laughs> no, but this is good because we've kind of come full circle because we started out talking about, like, we met in, like, a library with, like, videos. Now we're talking about, like, going to the video store. All comes full circle. Yes. Yeah. Is there anything else Going you to a video about? store to not rent pornographic films. I would like Yeah, to I don't think the Agamemnon Library had any, right? No, we I think We had some very artistic uh, international films at times. So some. Yeah, but some international <laughs> miss, films are best left on the shelf. I miss Agamemnon. I worked there, like, four or five years or something. It was a... Man... I met Tabby Lego down there too, I think. There were, yeah, that was an interesting dorm. The showers would always flood though, which I was very against. Hmm. Like, point out. Like, no, Not a good plumbing situation. <laughs> You're picky taste. I met a lot of people. I met like this one dude who's like a Republican, <laughs> like a Trumpite on Facebook and stuff. It's weird. He's Hispanic too. It's really weird. He's from Michigan. Sounds very confused. Kind yeah. of like a log cabin Hispanic. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, there were, like, some very creepy people that lived in Agamemnon, though, I think because we had, like, an over-21 floor, so there were, like, some losers that lived there who were, like, the people that <laughs> haven't been able to find a roommate, even though they're, like, That's been in college year. for, like, four years. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, if you're, like, in college. Yeah. And you can't find like anyone to be your roommate. Yeah, it's different. Pretty, it's like some of the, some of the people on the over twenty one floor were like foreign people or whatever. They had like their own reasons for like living there. Mm-hmm. But some of them were just like Child really running the. Some of them were just like really VHS. really weird weirdos. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go to Agamemnon. No, you admit that there were some weird weirdos that lived in the over twenty one floor. That's all I'm saying. I Not everyone. I, I didn't even like know there was an over twenty one floor, but like there were some older students who were there. Yes, sure. that's why they were there. So. Okay. But like, okay. not all. Hey, the, uh, let Ash. me clarify. Not all the older students were weird. There were plenty of fine, fine people. I'm just saying, maybe like five some or of them six of them. Were people. <laughs> maybe like five or six <laughs> of them were the super weird. They're not sending us our best <laughs> overage people. <laughs> we want college students, goddammit. <laughs> Better yet. <laughs> no, I'm just saying some of the people were kind of weirdos, that's all. There were some interesting characters inside. Okay, yes. like five years ago, I was teaching at the high school. I'm still teaching at but there were two sections. There's the regular high school, and there's the, like, the actual uh, science high school. I taught a girl over there, and she said, Teacher, where are you from? I said, I'm America. She said, oh, where in America? I said, Indiana. She said, oh, where did you go to university? I said, Indiana University. She's like, oh my God, I lived there with my mom. My mom was a student at Indiana University graduate school. I said, oh, did she live in Cherry Blossom? You mean like Tulip? 
Cherry. Yeah, tulip. I was like, was it yeah. cherry tulip tree? Yeah. She's like, how did you know, teacher? I'm like, a lot of, a lot of, not to be racist, but a lot of international students who did graduate school Just were in it. tulip tree. Just right. So this, this girl, when she was like one or two years old, her mom and her dad were living in tulip tree at about the same time that I was a freshman in college there. Isn't that freaky? That's kind of freaky. And I taught her in high school, and she was a very smart and English girl. No, but I wasn't talking about the people that lived in Tulip Tree as being the weird weirdos. I was just I'm saying that over twenty one at some of which the is people, basically like Tulip Tree one No, it's totally different because okay. Tulip Tree was like families. Okay. The item in over twenty one floor was just like weird people that could like drink but still lived in dorms. Yeah. <laughs> wish I'd employed that strategy a little more often, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey girls, like party in my dorm. Ew. <laughs> Doesn't sound like you're invited. <laughs> I got it. Well, invite me if you want. I'm not coming. Okay. So what are we talking about? Politics, uh, movies, or scary movies? What sounds the most exciting to you? What about just movies? What's what's called movies? I don't even know anymore. I haven't seen a movie in so long. I want to see, um, what's that sci-fi thing? Blade Runner 2049. Yes, you did mention that. Um, I want to see it. No, I want to see that too. I mean, I liked the first one all right. It was very long though. My mom said she she didn't want to see the first one because she heard it was very anti-women. It kind of was. I don't know. Even the male characters were androids that were like featured prominently. Yeah, I mean, it was mostly I would say about robots, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, Andy Dick. I don't know if he was a sexist or not, but you guys remember that one we saw back in college? Um, what was it called? Rotoscoping. Are you talking about um, Scanner Darkly? Yeah. Scanner Darkly. Yes, exactly. Exactly. We're almost at three hours. Oh my god. Well, I have not cut it down a little bit. It'll be like 15 minutes. <laughs> so, hello everybody. Alright, well, it's been a great time. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to talk about before we go? It's going to take me a million and a half years to edit down. <laughs> I'm going to take so out what's everything. A safe, what's a nice, safe, yet interesting topic that you can talk about? I don't know. Oh, yeah, scary movies. How about that again? All right. What scary movies have you, we discussed? Um, Jaws. Sharks. The Beach. Um, oh, The Beach is so good. It's not really scary, though, is it? We read that in my book club. And frankly, I was in high school and I saw the beach. And, like, that part where the the two Swedish guys got killed by the shark, that freaked me out. No, that part is, like, the scariest part. I don't consider that to be a horror movie, though. It's more just uncomfortable. (laughs) That was, like, real horror. Like, the the shark thing was wild. But a horror movie, I would say, about sharks would be, like... I mean, not not really horror. I feel like most shark movies are more, like, suspense. Like, yeah. Will they or will they not be eaten by the shark? Like, the did you see? Always, um, yes. Did you see Deep Blue Sea? Yeah. No, there's my, a film right my, there. My arm, my arm Hello, is like cool a shark spin. Yeah. That was. Well, I, guess, you know, I rewatched I think it. The, the song that LL Cool J rapped for the outro of that movie was very special. I think that was the one who was quoted. 
I know. Yeah. But that's what I was saying. My it arm, was very my arm was like a shark's fin. That's what he said. No, it, it is. A, it's a funny movie, and it was a cool movie because like it was an interesting concept. They were out on this like like this man-made island where they were testing like genetically modified sharks. And this guy's just like a chef down there with a parrot on his arm and stuff, and like <laughs> all these scientists and like hunks and babes are like coming down there like, "Where's my food? Oh my god, we're gonna eat!" I think this is the perfect description. <laughs> Bob. Give me a million dollars for this podcast. What, not to air it? <laughs> you can't air it, though. It's a sad story. No, because we just need you to wrap the rest of the My Arms Like a Shortsman song, and that will make my life complete. <laughs> We've been talking for 179 minutes. I don't know how many hours that is. But Almost um, three. Other good it's sh- going to be an hour when you head it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my book club read The Beach. Who was it by? The um, some British guy. You remember the DiCaprio movie? DiCaprio was supposed to play a British guy. I remember the movie, but I don't. I he was like, book. I cannot do an accent. I'll just be like an American dude. It works, but still, yeah. The movie was the book was interesting too because the character was not very sympathetic in a way, like the movie. You know, he was kind of an asshole. He's really only sympathetic because you're like, oh, Leonardo DiCaprio don't die, <laughs> but like, really mm-hmm. not. Leonardo DiCaprio, I don't know. I hope, what's he done the past year? Lately, just being super rich kind of makes things better. Wolf of Wall Street is the last oh, thing Jesus. I think I've seen. I've tried to watch 20 Is there a movie you've watch. seen of his since then? No, but I assume he's still working. He's got to be, but like, well, The Revenant was the one movie I haven't seen of his. The Revenant? But that's several years ago. I tried to watch that with a Chinese teacher, and like, even though there was no language requirement because it was all like, you know, we didn't finish it, and I never finished the movie because I was like, oh, God, this is long. Okay, you got killed by a bear. Now you're back. Okay. Well, no, but I mean, I think Leonardo DiCaprio is one of those people that's become so rich and so famous that they don't even need to work very much. Like, he has enough money. He could probably just do, like, one movie every five years that he feels really passionate about and spend the rest of his time being like, I am sad about the environment. <laughs> like, <laughs> is that what he does? Yes. Yeah, he's, he's a solid. I mean, he's paid his dues for sure. Romeo and Shakespeare's Juliet was like. I love that movie though. That was in the nineties though. It was a that wild movie. Time. But I love that much movie. better than Titanic. Titanic yeah, but I mean, Titanic had great special effects and everything. But when you go back and watch the the characterization acting and writing, it's garbage. No, I mean I've seen the Romeo and Juliet movie with him in it like probably like fifteen times. Maybe I've seen Titanic like twice, a, and that was like too many. Exactly. It's a, but Sean, don't you want to paint me like one of your French girls? <laughs> yeah. Although yeah. that whole I'm king of the world thing has like somehow lived forever. And also, I'm not going to scoot over on the big door. Huh? I don't know that one. Oh, the. Uh, oh, You're talking about the... how like they totally could have both lived if they had like both gotten on the door, but instead she I, was like, I'm just going to be on the door where you like free stuff in the water. <laughs> Well, I, I thought so. I recently but. saw that, like, um, one of those big scientists, you know? Neil the big scientists Tyson. say that they could or could Neil not have Tyson. One either. of those guys was, like, saying, like, number one, his survival instinct would have kicked in, especially for a survivor like Jack, what's his name? Do you think he would have shambled up onto the door? Not that door necessarily, but he wouldn't have stopped looking. Do you think he would have, like, found <laughs> something else to get on? Yeah, that. he was going to get on something. He would have just been, like, Could have been Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been somebody else. <laughs> Excuse me, old lady. <laughs> you see a spot on your raft. 
<laughs> All I'm saying was, though, did it not appear that the rap was big enough for both of them? Like, didn't you think that he could have also gotten on there and they still could have floated and, like, both of them could have been, like, not know. dying it's, in It's water? an digression whereby um, he could have, like, you know, he didn't want to, like, even if there was a chance that sinking the rap would have killed his rose, he wouldn't have done it, right? He was just that kind of guy. A movie but guy. couldn't they have at least both like tried to get on the raft, just to, like at least see if maybe it could work out before Rose he was, was just hot. like I all just cling to the. I would have tried to get on the raft a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me up there with you, baby. Uh, come give me the cold shoulder if you gotta be. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. It's not a time for puns. <laughs> no, it's not. Trying to make a pun out of that. I recently, speaking of movies that are like Titanic but not as good, I recently watched um, Poseidon, mm-hmm. which is like, I guess, a remake of the Poseidon Adventure, mm. but like a modern one starring like various known and semi unknown people. Like Richard Dreyfus was there. Wow. And like, there was like one other sort of known person there. Was he in the original one? No, I don't think so. Mm. No, it was like, this was like a. I don't know how closely this one stuck to the original script. I know it was basically a remake, though. But was he in it because he was, like, an homage to the original because he was in the original? I was not aware of that. I I have not seen the original. But Poseidon was not very good. It's one of those things where you know they just made it because they were like, everyone's very into Titanic right now. What other... Big Boat. But Poseidon was a movie that was popular in its time, too. But, like, now that people don't have to travel by boat, it seems just so self-indulgent. It's, like, it's harder to feel bad for people that are in a big boat crash because it's, like, you didn't need to be here. Most of our things from overseas get to us by boat. (laughs) Yeah, but those are, like shipping boats not just like people that are just like on the boat so you want to take this one people i don't know what's going on we're talking about boating (laughs) how do you feel about boating as like okay all i'm saying is that it's harder to feel bad for people that are in a big boating accident now because boating is very self-indulgent it might have been more harrowing to see a boat crash at a time when like most travel had to be by boat yeah Mm. Like, if you had to, like, to get back to your job in Korea, take a boat. Mm-hmm. You'd be on there for, like, three months, first of all. <laughs> yes, but it, it would like be, like, a hot one. my vacation. I could, write like... my, I could write my great American novel. But if you, like, had to boat back... Interior, to... scene one, <laughs> in, a, in the bottom of a shipping vessel. <laughs> Why is it cold? Why am I alone? <laughs> no, but if you had to take... If you I had can see to the plot boat, now. <laughs> but seriously, if you had to take a boat back... Yeah. And then the boat had, like, a horrible crash and you died. We would, like, feel bad because we'd be like, oh, man, he was just trying to get back there and the boat just all went wrong. Are you saying you would feel less bad if you died of a boating accident if you had the means not to be in a boat? Yes, because I'm saying now <laughs> boating is, boating is like, luxurious and almost, like, anachronistic. Mm-hmm. Like, going on a cruise is kind of an anachronism of, like, a time when, like, a luxury cruise was, People like... take cruises all the time. What yes, but I'm saying that? that cruising is just for luxury. It's not you like don't you feel have bad to for luxury victims? 
feel bad. I'm just saying I don't feel as bad. Hashtag. I'm with We're not going to send you as a crisis counselor to the next luxury boat don't crash where they had to eat the people no. because there was no I'm food. I'm saying I don't feel bad at all. I'm just saying it's harder. You don't feel as bad for people who have an accident doing something that's pure luxury that you do for people who have an accident doing something that's like necessary. If you enjoy this podcast, there are several ways to support it. I have a Patreon account, which can be found at www.patreon.com forward slash Rob Burgess Show Patreon. I hope you'll consider supporting in any amount. Also, please make sure to comment, follow, like, subscribe, share, rate, and review the podcast everywhere it's available, which includes iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Facebook, Twitter, Internet Archive, TuneIn, and RSS. It really helps. The official website for the podcast is www.therobburgessshow.com. 
You can find out more about me by visiting my website, www.thisburgess.com. Until next time.